everybody. Welcome to Directly to You. This is the 96 Directly to You. Parker's not here, but I am AJ. I am joined by Pete for the very first time ever. He's never been here before. He's from Lupots, though. Oh, so is that the bit now? That's Every time I'm bit. on, it's the first show? Okay. That's the new bit. Um, I was going to say, I mean, you, you called up the best, most storied guest you've ever had to fill the gap when Parker wasn't <laughs> available. But if that's the bit, that's the bit. It's the new bit. <laughs> um, you know, I embrace bits. That's my thing. Um, so I, I found a new one. Um, but other than that, speaking of finding things, we can find a new us if you help support our channel by going to youtube.com slash fanatics4, twitch.tv slash fanatics4, and paying $4.99 on either one of those platforms, or if you're on Twitch, giving us that Twitch Prime. Your mom have Amazon Prime? Ask her if you can you've use got it. it. Yeah, exactly. Ask her if you can use it. You get a free subscription. And we stream every Wednesday. Uh, it's a nightmare because streaming sucks <laughs> on Max. Um, but so hard. Yeah, I know. But apart from that, you can click the subscribe or join or whatever button. You get free loyalty badges. You get emotes. You get gaming time with us. You get switch keys from time to time. You get access to our supporters only Discord where we talk crap about people that aren't in it. <laughs> no, <I'm joking>. um, <laughs> what an incredible value. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but apart from that, you can join our Discord regardless if you give us money or not. And we'll talk crap about people that aren't in that. So, you know, it's great. It's a good time. Also, we talk about Nintendo games and Nintendo directs and sitcoms, apparently. Damn, there you go. Last time I was on, we talked about sitcoms quite a bit. So you guys did, and I was <laughs> I sat idly by, like I'd never seen. Well, that's a lie. I've watched The Office, but I've never seen Parks and Rec, so I couldn't participate in that conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> but a con. What am I talking about? A conversation I can partake in now <laughs> is what video games are we playing? <laughs> you got there. You got there eventually. I did. I did. <laughs> Always do, man. Yeah, so I've been playing uh, quite a bit um, over, like, the whole Christmas break thing. Uh, I was able to wrap a couple games, uh, which was awesome. I knocked some stuff off my backlog. I finished up uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh, I literally started playing that during oh, nice. like, Christmas. I was about to say Christmas break, but that doesn't exist for me. Uh, <laughs> during that whole season, I started playing that on our birthday, in fact. I didn't even know we had the same I didn't birthday. Either. Until- I didn't either. Parker said it, and I was like, oh, shoot. It's because your birthday is not on your Twitter like mine's on my Twitter, so I didn't know. I think it is on there, isn't is it? it? How else would Parker is. know? I don't know. I need to look now. I need Maybe to look. you mentioned it on, on uh, Twitters. I mean, on, uh, like, the Lutes cast or something. Or the, the podcast. podcast. The podcast. You know, you got two parts of your name. <laughs> one of the hashes is going to be the one, you know? Uh, you know, I don't know if it's on my Twitter. How did he know? <laughs> you, you probably mentioned it on one of your podcasts or something. I guess. Um, but yeah, I started playing that during how, how did you like that? I really loved it. Um, you know, I think I think the conversation around it, like there's there's definitely like a few glitches. I think there's definitely stuff that they can there's room for improvement in the sequel, but I think it's the single player Star Wars game that I've been wanting for so long, you know? Mm. Like, I don't remember the last, I guess it was Force Awakens 2 was the last, like... Yeah, before EA was like, it's ours now, we're taking this franchise. It's yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> and obviously, you know, they they have not really done the best with it. Um, mm-hmm. Your mileage may vary, I guess, on some of them, but I think it's pretty accepted that, you know, the, it's been a bit of a disappointing partnership, and I feel like this is the first, not only the first game 
in their Star Wars partnership, that's really, really struck a chord with me. But it's the first EA game that struck a chord with me in a long time because I really like a lot of the their studio single-party stuff. But over the last couple of years, they've been gravitating towards multiplayer and everything. But, you know, now that Vince Zampella from Respawn is, like, on their board of directors, like, I'm hoping this is, like, the sign of things to come that will actually get good single-player games again from some of their studios because your boy loves Bioware. So I yeah man I want put, that so and bad. put any of it on the Switch. <laughs> yeah right. Please give me the Mass Effect collection on Switch. Like I'd, it's I'd... wild that there's like because of the whole EA thing, the only Star Wars content that's new is Lego Star Wars stuff. Yeah, that's wild because Star now, Wars stuff used to come to everything. Yeah, but now we got this, and it's it's buck wild. It's great, you know, and it's not on Switch, but. I loved it quite a bit. I think it's yeah. got great characters, great story. The gameplay was really fun. Uh, it, it was it was really just a joy to play, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then aside from that, I also knocked off Life is Strange 2 on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge fan of the original Life is Strange, and I wanted. I only played the first episode and the uh, Captain Spirit, like the free release they did last yeah. year, and I waited until the rest of them kind of caught up because I didn't want to play them like one at a time and like not remember what was going on month to month. And, you know, they had like some delays in the release and everything. So as soon as December rolled around and the last episode came out, I was like excited to jump through all of them. And I knocked all that out on my, uh, on my vacation. And I, the only reason I'm disappointed I didn't play it earlier is because it definitely would have been on my game of the year list for 2019. If I had Mm. finished it in 2019, Mm -hmm. Uh, because it's fantastic. As much as I love the original, I think, from a, a writing perspective and like branching narratives and everything, they, they did so much new stuff that really added to the formula and, and really, I think made it a lot better um, at least from a gameplay perspective. And uh, I think the story was really, really powerful. You know, there's some really, really good writing there. And um, you know, I, I think one of the, the things that was the most interesting to me is like the story is about these two brothers who are Mexican American who end up on the run from the police and I won't spoil why, mm. but I, I remember like a few episodes in, I had this realization that every time I entered an encounter with a white person in a rural area, like I had this kind of like um, fear going into it because I had like learned from all these different occasions of like, you don't really know like how people are going to treat you and how they're going to react and like, a video game being able to like elicit that feeling is something that is you know it's really high quality writing i think there and uh yeah it's, it's a must play i think so if you've never touched life is strange like they're regularly on sale and you should check out all of them because they're all good but life is strange 2 is cream of the crop very very good yeah, stuff. yeah i just played the first one i played the first one um i debated playing that like it, it was one of those things when they announced like the like there's this like interim thing and it's gonna play in somehow uh it's like in the same universe and it's free or whatever i was like yeah, oh, yeah. i might play that and then just you know other stuff comes out and then it slips through the cracks yeah um, now that they're done man i would just like you know like run through it like like take a day yeah, just marathon and all of it. <laughs> it might take you a weekend because each episode is longer than the old game, oh, longer okay. than the original one. Like I'd say each one took me about like maybe three hours instead mm. of like one and a half, two, you know? Right. Um, it definitely feels meatier, but it took me like a solid probably two or three nights to knock them all out once I finally like sat down and did it. 
but it was a great ride. So yeah, if you like the first one, definitely pick this one up when you get a chance. Okay. Um, anything else that you play? Uh, I also played After Party, which is um, it's from uh, I think it's Bossa Nova. It's the studio that did Oxenfree. Yeah. Like two years ago, mm-hmm. and um, it was it was a really solid follow up. I think I don't I didn't like it quite as much as Oxenfree. I think that the whole horror family drama of Oxenfree was like a really big part of the appeal. And after party is definitely more of like a straight comedy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's two mixed results. It's definitely funny and I enjoyed it a lot. It made me laugh and it was a fun game to play, but it didn't leave as much of an impression on me as Oxenfree did, you know? And maybe Mm -hmm. that's because I was surprised by Oxenfree and I had some expectations going into after party. Yeah. But, definitely a really solid game and one that i like if you are a fan of the original definitely worth checking out more of their work because it's good stuff the voice acting is really good too really good cast right sounds good check it out <laughs> there's too many things dude. there's too many there's things. so many goddamn games man so many <laughs> um I've what about been, you i've been playing pretty much just like uh like the pokemon stuff like the the newer content with uh which we'll get to uh with like sword and shield uh i played through the mystery dungeon uh demo, demo which again we'll get to uh, <laughs> and also you know the mainstay smash brothers uh which has been just like i don't know i just go through like phases of like bad luck with people that i play i yeah. feel like half of the people that i play have bad internet and they know they do so they're like oh i'm gonna pick rob and i'm just gonna mash side be like <laughs> um so yeah that's that's been that but that's a good segue into the news so we could talk about the pokemon stuff there was a nintendo direct what many dubbed the january direct until it became a pokemon direct and some people were like, I called it, I knew it, I knew that that's what they were going to do. And, you know, the other half of people are like, ah, it's fine, it's a direct, whatever, cool. Um, but, oh, well. There you go. You froze up for me for like a hot <laughs> second there. <laughs> that's probably going to translate into the thing. Uh, but who cares, dude? You know, sometimes it happens. Anyway, we got the Pokemon Direct. It was a good time. Uh, it was a strange experience watching this because i didn't really digest it and how i thought about everything i was thinking about how everybody else would react to it just because like how <laughs> how pokemon like the 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 uh status it has right now you know like how everybody yeah. like it's so divisive just for being what it has been for the last 20 years but now it's on switch so like now people will have standards <laughs> um <laughs> yeah the first, so we'll run down it in uh, semi order of what they announced. They're, like how they do it with the PR thing is weird, and they 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 like go down from like this is what you'll probably care about most, and then run down the list from there instead of what I think is probably the better way to do it, and it be like an order of what you don't care about with the last thing being what you care about most. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for the interest of this, I want to go in order. The first thing that they announced was Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team Deluxe or DX, however you want to call it. The official title is DX, though. <laughs> this was a really nice surprise, I thought. I, I really liked the original Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Um, yeah. I think it was Which blue. one? Did, did you play the, the DS one or the Game Boy Advance one? Blue version was the DS one, right? Yes. That's the one that I played, yeah. Same. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I was really a big fan of that game at the time. I think it was like a nice, fresh 
take on Pokemon, you know, like it's still a lot of the familiar trappings, but you know, like the whole dungeon crawler kind of aesthetic was like a nice change of pace. And, you know, I thought that like the story was pretty cute. Some of the dialogue was funny. Like it was definitely a game I remember really fondly and not one that I've been like itching for a remake of, but as soon as they announced it, I was like, wow. Yeah. Well, why haven't we done this yet? You know? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's definitely like a series. Like, uh, I don't have too many specific memories of this game. I played the DS one too. Mm -hmm. Um, but just in general, it was a series that's like, I really like this one. And it's consistent with the RPGs in the sense that like, if it were literally anything else, I would not care about this game, but just because (laughs) it's Pokemon, it makes me want to play it. Like a lot of people's like, uh, like, first take of this like first impressions like uh, i watched bob stream it and bob mm-hmm. from the is like i don't like this game and i'm like yeah i can see that <laughs> but for <laughs> me it's like i love this game because i just like the whole thing of like being a pokemon and like that whole thing um and it, i even like removed myself from like the whole thing of like i want to i want this pokemon or whatever right i like took the, the little test at the beginning yeah, the little personality quiz exactly and whatever it gave me was what i am you know like i was like all right that's cool um what did you end up getting i ended up getting eevee okay um, nice so i haven't played uh the demo yet i was actually going to download it tonight but when i played the game originally i got squirtle who's my favorite pokemon so i was very stoked on that so i think I'm the first time i get it again I think the first time I played it, I got like Pikachu or something like that. I've never gotten one that I was like, that Pokemon, dumb. I hate that one. <laughs> you know, uh, it's always been like one of those, like a starter of some sort. Yeah. Um, I like how I, you got Pikachu and then Eevee. So like, this is the game's way of just being like, oh, you're basic. So <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny, man. A friend of mine, uh, Mike, who's one of the guys who works with me at uh, Loot Pots, he, he played the demo and he was telling me that it basically was like, oh, we think you're lonely and depressed. So you're a Cubone. And he's like, wow, oh that's my God. rude. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, I would, be, I would be upset if it was something like that. I still would have been like, I guess that's what it is. But if I would have got like a freaking like Caterpie or something like that, I'm like, ah, oh, it's dumb. But like, I'm cool with like, you know, like the whatever. If they put it in an advertisement, I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> um, which we'll get to the Pokemon I am in the Q&A because that's a meme also. Because uh, the whole let's go Pikachu and Eevee situation. Uh, but apart from that, they added new stuff that... Again, I don't even remember if it was new or not um, when I was playing it. Uh, they have the auto mode, which I did use a little bit in the demo. Uh, it's kind of weird, though, how the auto mode just stops when you are near a Pokemon. <laughs> it's like I feel like mm-hmm. battling the Pokemon is part of what you would want to do automatically. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that, that, I've always, I always feel like auto modes are so weird because it's just like, play the game for you. It's like why like that's the what am i doing if i'm watching it on auto mode you know yeah i think it depends on like in this i think the fact that a lot of it is exploration and finding items and doing that whole thing yeah auto mode even does that for you is weird but something like say fire emblem where the bulk of it is like beforehand like most of the strategy that you do is who you have and what they are and like that whole thing where you place them Right, exactly. So, like, having that uh, kind of auto mode where it's like, okay, I want you to do this sort of thing, right? I want you to uh, avoid the enemy, or I want you to aggro them, or I want you to protect so-and-so, right? Um, I can see that making more sense than something like Mystery Dungeon, where the point of the game is exploration. 
um, that that just kind of cheapens the 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 whole draw to the game. I think. Yeah, it's a weird one for me. Um, the thing that I noticed that was new that I thought was cool was that they added mega evolutions. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Also, yeah, that's weird that they don't even have that in here. Um, and they're like, yeah, little, it's not in the press release, yeah. but like they show a Charizard mega evolving in right. the the trailer so yeah and that's what i thought like because when i first heard the of the whole like they're doing the deluxe version i was like i wonder if they're gonna do like they're gonna add more pokemon to this like do it do the mystery dungeon version that the original game but add like the newer starters new features new like content, that whole yeah. thing not necessarily that but well, new content in the sense that like maybe there's new missions that pertain to the newer Pokemon, where it's sure. like, oh, now you're battling a freaking uh, stuff it or whatever. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do do that whole situation, but they just straight up were like, nah, it's the same game, it, the new art style, which also is like probably my favorite part about this because yeah. it's, it's close to an art style that because you know I make a lot of videos about like. I want Pokemon to be this. <laughs> and one of the art styles I was talking about, I was like, I want it to look like more like, you know, like OG Ken Sugimori, like art style, like watercolor. Yeah. Like that whole situation. And this is, this has that vibe for sure. Like, yo, if they make a like whole game that like is, is like similar to like sword and shield and like scope of like how tall the characters, you know, like all that stuff, but it looked like this, I'd be down. Like I'm 100%. Oh, yeah. Down. Yeah, I, th- I think I think this is a good choice because I I am a huge fan of pixel art. So whenever you're gonna take something from pixel art and bring it into like a 3D space, that's always like something I'm gonna kind of have an eye towards. And you know, like I like the way that the original games looked. So mm-hmm. this new style I think is a really good choice because it's got it's stylized. Yeah. You know, it, it's got a, a very distinct flavor. It doesn't just feel like it looks like every other Pokemon game. So I, I, I like that. I think, I think they did a good job of adapting it for a new generation and making it feel fresh. Yeah, it just, it's just weird to have something like Pokemon become like vanilla, you know, and it's not distinctly, this is Pokemon. Like yeah. a Pokemon, if nobody knew what Pokemon were, like if you saw a Pikachu and it was just a creature to you, it wasn't like specifically Pikachu. It's, it doesn't really look uh, different from something like Yo-Kai Watch, for instance, right? Sure, yeah, um, I can see that. So, like, if they did something like this and made it this art style or another thing that I've been wanting for a long time, just made it look like the anime, whether that be, like, the Pokemon, like, main series or even, like, the the Origins or Generations art styles, I think that that would do a lot for Pokemon, too, Um, just to, like, set it apart from everything else. Sure. Um, Yeah, I can see that. But aside from that, like, I played through this and it's, like, an hour the the demo it's like you do like the first three missions or something like that and it's weird because like you can take on more missions than you can do um okay and you can't remove them from your queue or at least it doesn't seem like you can so i went through on the on the board of like these are the available missions that we have right now and i was like accept everything (laughs) and then you go you're like all right where do you want to go there's missions that you have in this forest and this cave or whatever and then i picked whichever one had the more uh, the most missions and i did all of them which i don't know if that's something that you could do before I don't know whether or not it booted you after you finished the mission. I don't remember. It's been so yeah, long. Like, I mean, exactly. they, they said in the direct, it's been 15 years since these games yeah, came out. And exactly. I've never played another one of the Mystery Dungeon games after these. So 
So as you I don't progress quite remember. through there, if you, like I said, you can do multiple ones that take part in the same area. Mm-hmm. Uh, after you finish one of the missions, it's like, okay, you did this mission, but you have more here. Do you want to continue or do you want to like leave? That. That's um, good place for sure. So I did that. And then like each time you leave the mission, that's the end of a day. Um, so I finished that day and then I came back and then I took whatever other jobs were there and I did the same process and then I ended that day. And then that was just the end of the demo, but I still had a mission or two left that I could do, but the game wouldn't let me. I, I guess it's just the way that the like rollout is happening where like they said that like your save data will carry over. So I guess yeah. it's just like they're giving you access to the first hour of the game. And when you do pick it up, you know, if if you pick it up again in, in March or whatever, um, mm. you know, you'll be able to just have all those missions already ready to go and just jump right back in, which is, I, I can see the appeal to that. It's kind yeah. of weird when, like, you think of it as just a demo, but, like, given the fact that they're letting you pick up your progress and keep going, I think I, I can see why it works that way. Yeah. The, the thing that I find strangest about it, though, is that those are just side quests. Like, it, it ends on a cliffhanger in that sense where it's, like, a main mission of, like, you got to go do this. Find out what happens in the in the main game. But the fact that you can't do the rest of that side stuff is just weird. Like, <laughs> I don't get why that is set up in that way. But I do know that, I mean, I'm going to pick this game up when it comes out. Yeah, I think I will, too. Um, but like, like once that happens, I have like $3,000 just sitting in the bank in that game <laughs> because I got all the money, like wh- whatever money I got for missions or found in the, the dungeons or whatever, I just put it in the bank and I was like, I'm not, like, I'm not going to use this in the demo. Um, just stacking up piles of cash. Yeah, exactly. And I don't even know if I'm going to use it in the main game because I have a whole lot. Well, in the main game, obviously, the, the missions are going to be like longer or whatever. So like stuff like the hunger system is going to become an actual factor. So maybe I'll burn through items and won't be able to just sustain myself off of what I, what I find. But in this game, I use literally no items, like not a single <laughs> one. So I just have a lot of items and money just sitting there. You'll be ready to go for the harder missions later on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that was Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. So, so let's get into the main event. Yes, the main thing. That was a huge surprise for me because, like, we're in that space of time where it's like, all right, what are they going to do? Um, yeah, so I, I was talking about this on Twitter with some of Lupatz's listeners and, uh, you know, and, like, in our Discord and stuff. And it's like, oh, what do we think we're going to see or whatever? And I was like, I mean, there's no way it's going to have anything to do with a main game. They're not going to announce another game right now. Like, I was thinking... We'll get an update on Pokemon Home. They'll tell us what that is, the price point, all that stuff. Maybe we get a look at like a, a Let's Go sequel or something like that. I figured we'd see Detective Pikachu too because we knew that was coming out. Like, I, I guess all these other things that, or like Pokemon Sleep, like all this stuff that we know is coming, but we haven't really heard about. Mm-hmm. And for it to be like, oh, no, 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 no. We're going to stop doing lazy sequels where there's like barely any new content and like transition to a DLC expansion pass model was like, wow, okay. As they should. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's great. I'm super stoked about it. See, the thing is like, uh, the, the approach that I took with this is there were a few things that I knew for sure they weren't going to talk about that a lot of people were like, oh, they're going to, like, like you were saying, like Pokemon Sleep and stuff like that. I was like, they're not going to talk about Pokemon Sleep in a direct. 
You know, like th- that's like they did Pokemon. announce them in a direct though. No, they announced it in the press conference. Oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, so, I so forgot. It, 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 like, there's just specific branding that Nintendo and by extension Pokemon Company use when they're like, okay, this is like for the everybody's, and this yeah. is for the gamers. You know, and Nintendo <laughs> directs are for gamers. So sure. yeah. Uh, so I I was like, they're not gonna talk about an app. Um, I didn't know whether or not they were going to talk about home or to what extent, at least it was going to get a mention because obviously they mentioned it, but it was like, we got, it's like, Oh, Hey, it's coming out in February. We have no more information for you. It's like, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Right. Um, as far as like whether or not they were going to announce a new game, I was like half and half. Um, I don't really like the, the rationale of like, we just got Pokemon sword and shit. I'm like, ah, I don't think that matters to them. (laughs) Like they, see, that's the thing. I feel like if they if they were to announce a, a new game proper, it would it would kneecap sales. You know, like there's no there's no think, advantage. But to that's the thing. I don't think game. it would because they always do that. They always do that. It's, <laughs> it's not like, always that close though. It's usually in like the like February March period that they are like, hey, new games coming out. We'll give you more details, but it's coming out in November. You know, uh, like that was the gap between. It was like pretty much the same gap between Let's Go and Sword and Shield. Uh, yeah, I like. mean that was a really tight one, but I, I I feel like Let's Go is a little bit different because it's not quite a main entry game, mm-hmm. you know. Like they kind of treat it a little bit differently. Like point taken, but I I was pretty I was very confident. I think I think that that this what they're doing now makes the most possible sense. Oh my god, yeah. But I also don't think that Pokemon Company cares what we think makes sense. So for the people that are going to be the like fall over, like the fall off sales that are like, you know, that we're worried about of like, don't announce another game. It's not going to sell anymore. I don't think those people even think about if we get like my brother, for instance, he messaged me, he knew a Pokemon game was coming out. He messaged me a three days before the game came out and it's like, Hey, when's that Pokemon game coming out again? I think that's the bulk of the audience that it doesn't matter if they announce a new game or not. Point taken there where there's definitely a lot of people like who are casual. have never watched a direct in their life. (laughs) And they don't, they don't care about that kind of thing. And like, that's, that's, that's a legit argument. But I think, I think you run into this issue where like, if you announce, okay, there's another mainline game coming out considering it it's only been out for a few months now like mm. you want to give it a little bit of a longer shelf life where people think of it as like the new hotness you right. know i agree i agree um so i i i was confident they weren't going to show us the new game that we weren't going to get like the diamond pro remakes that everybody wants mm. um but this this i could not have ever guessed i didn't yeah think we were and it, it's just another one of those things that like i think that uh part of me wanted this and also wasn't writing it off right like i feel like a lot of people write off the idea of dlc in a pokemon game because they never did it before um but there's always a thing that they do that they've never done before so it's kind of weird to like set your expectations about what they've done in the past because then they never will evolve right Right. Um, Plus, they have like Nintendo set a new precedent for like Zelda had never had DLC before mm -hmm. now. Now it does. Mario never had DLC before now. It did. You know. Right. Exactly. So that's why to me it was like, oh yeah, maybe they will do DLC. I wasn't expecting them to announce it now. I thought that they would like do something closer to the the uh, 
you know, like the status quo of like sometime this year we'll get Diamond and Pearl and then next year maybe we'll get DLC for Sword and Shield. Um, but I, I guess this, this is a smarter roadmap for that. I don't know, like, anniversary, like what? Pokemon Diamond and Pearl came out in like 07? Yeah, somewhere around there. I think it was 07, 08, maybe? Somewhere around there. Um, so maybe they're trying to like kick that out until closer yeah. to a, like a, a, a um, anniversary of some sort. I don't know if they'll quite go, like maybe 2022. 20, <laughs> uh, yeah, it could be. I, I, think, I think what I am really stoked about with this is that it was 2006, by the way, September 28, 2006. Okay. Um, what I'm really stoked about with this is the possibility for how this could impact the development cycles of Pokemon moving forward. Right. Uh, because that was a interesting thing that they talked about in the beginning of this. There's a different director for the DLC. Yes. Yeah. And it looks like a, uh, a younger team member too. I'm not familiar with, uh, I didn't, I don't even, I don't even remember his name. I don't think I've heard of him before. Names in here somewhere, I think. So you looked that up, and uh, I think um, what what I really dug about about this is, you know, I, I think we talked about this the last time I was on the show, and we talked about it when you were on the podcast. Where there's a there's I think a reasonable argument to be made um, about the fact that there is kind of like there there's I, I think there's a value argument to be made with Sword and Shield where like there was a little bit less content than we're used to. And I'd argue that that's because they had to invest in like creating a new engine. And, you know, there, there was a lot of like preliminary kind of groundwork that needed to go into making Sword and Shield be the first games that come to Switch and everything a reality. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to give them a little bit of rope for that. And you look at this, I think this is just another example of them moving in the right direction overall even if the the advancement is a little bit glacial you know like we want pokemon to advance quicker than it does but you look at this right and i don't know how like i saw uh, so many people it's on hiroki tani okay tani. yeah yeah I'm, I'm not familiar with him before i don't know what he's done in the past but um awesome to see him taking on a, a directorial role so i i feel like you look at this and they're i think they're setting a new status quo you know because yeah. it, in the previous generations, we got in this holding pattern of, okay, here's the original two games, and then you get the third game or the sequel series or whatever. And, you know, they used to be great, you know? Like, Yellow Version was great, Emerald was great, Platinum was great. But I think after that, it really, for me, it lost its luster. And I think Ultra Sun and Moon was the most egregious example where I picked that up, and it's like, there's almost nothing that's different in that game. And it certainly wasn't worth a full-priced game. So when it came to the idea of them putting out like a third game in this series or a ultra sword and shield or whatever, there was no way I was going to pay $60 to, to play these games again, you know? So the fact that instead of that for 30 bucks, we're getting two legitimate expansions that are new, totally fleshed out areas that add a legitimate amount of new content, new Pokemon, like all these things that people were hoping for in terms of like stuff from the old decks bringing in new like um you know competitive items and stuff like that again and like that's all awesome stuff and i'm way into this as the path forward for how pokemon gets developed and i'm thinking that it could have long-term ramifications for the dev cycles in a really positive way 
where yeah. you look at the return. That, that was something that we talked about. Uh, I don't know specifically which show. Show, whichever one. Right. Um, but we said that, like, the only real way that they could change the dev cycle the way that they currently do it is by prolonging the life of this current generation. Right. Um, because in the past, it didn't really seem that they developed games. They developed generations. So yeah. they, they thought like, okay, how, what's Pokemon going to look like on the DS or what's it going to look like on the, in the second half of 3DS's life cycle, you know, like that sort of thing, rather than saying like, okay, what's Pokemon Sword and Shield going to be? And then we'll think about what the engine is and like all that other stuff when Diamond and Pearl gets remade, you know, like they're not, they don't, they don't really, uh, or at least they haven't really done it like that and i think that that's more of the way that people would want them to do it and expect yeah. that they do it but they i mean they, they just don't <laughs> but i think this is clearly better because it's like this is yeah, this is a way more this is a way more pro-consumer move you know because mm -hmm. it's like if i if i buy one of these versions and this dlc pack grand total you're spending 90 dollars on a pokemon game right but you used to be spending 80 bucks to get the same game essentially twice you know yeah and, and I, I mean and the thing about it is um just how and i saw a headline from some i know what the youtube channel is but i, I don't want to do that yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're they basically like you're spending 180 dollars for all the pokemon and pokemon sword and shit oh my god oh my god dude like i i, I got in an argument with somebody uh who, who's a friend of mine where they were talking about it's like oh it's kind of messed up that they said that they weren't going to have the national decks and now they're charging for these pokemon and it's like yeah, it's they're not charging for the pokemon it was explicitly stated in the direct if you actually watch the direct and of going on reddit and listening to people bit uh complain mm, yeah nice uh, <laughs> yeah i remembered <laughs> uh you know the, the these are these same people who are committed to the narrative that this game is bad and game freak screwed us over and it's they're patently lying there is yeah. no charge for the pokemon if it's you like have people, people were going over like just above and beyond yeah. with trying to make this bad news. Like when me and Parker were streaming this, a good portion of like, even, you know, like again, influencers and stuff, right. Or on Twitter yeah. talking about like, Oh, it looks like this is going to be $30 for all the parts. So you're going to spend another $60 for this expansion pass. Like they didn't say that anyway. They literally said in the direct, more than and more than one way both on the screen and audibly that this all is one package it's for the the crown and the armor expansion right that's one pass that you pay thirty dollars for and that's it and you're only paying 60 if you want it for both versions exactly you don't need to do that like yeah. And if that's if you want to do that, that's your prerogative. That's not them taking advantage of you. That's right. you deciding that you want to buy the same game twice and the same DLC pack twice. And if yeah, that's what just you want to like, do, God like, bless. But just like people look at like, oh, I think they should stop releasing two versions because that incentivizes people to buy both. And it's like, no, it incentivizes people to have friends. And, and trade, say, right. Say, yeah, exactly. And say, hey, man, I have sword. Do you have shield? you want to trade? Do, yeah. You know, like, I that's don't buy both versions. I haven't done exactly. that since I was like 10. You know, like. I, see, the thing is like, I haven't bought both versions and I have financial incentive to where it's yeah. like, I could stream shield, but I don't need to do that. You know, it's like right. i have sword i have all the pokemon 
You know, it's easy to just say, yo, even if you're not like in my position where I have people that like, you know, or tweeting me and stuff like that, like, yo, you need Pokemon or whatever. Like, even if that's not you, there's Discord servers like ours that you can join and talk to the people like that that do have those Pokemon and will be more than willing. Dude, on the the Loot Pots Discord, we have a channel that's just Pokemon trades. So do we. (laughs) And that's like all, yeah, it's like, that's all I had to do. Like I jumped in there and I was like, yo, who's got a Galarian Ponytop for me? I want to play the, I want to play through the game with one and somebody hooked me up, you know? Exactly. It's it's not that hard. And like that whole narrative is, is just BS. And I feel like you look at this, right? And now I'm really excited by what this means because instead of them scrambling to do a, you know, uh, a lazy port of like uh, Ultra Sun and Moon style where they add like maybe a, a, like 20% new content or whatever, most of it's just recycled stuff. Like this actually, not only are you as a player, as a consumer getting more bang for your buck, it's also encouraging them to do new things and learn. Like, you look at both of these expansions, right? They said both the Isle of Armor and the Crown Tundra are going to be open areas like the wild area with a fully motivational, like, uh, manipulative camera and all that stuff. And it's like, oh, cool. So this is a glimpse at the future of what Pokemon's probably going to look like. And rather than them having to just, like, remake a game over and add, like, a tiny bit of content to justify you buying it twice, now they're actually pushing themselves to do something new and learn how they can use the engine and innovate and take that feedback and like get us ready for the next generation to have more substantial upgrades and it's a longer dev cycle now because if this game gets you know a two-year cycle of it being the main pokemon game that's longer time from them to put in a pre-pro for the next game that's more time for them to work on models so that the next time the game comes out they have the national decks and now all right. you cry babies don't have to throw your hands up. You know, it's, this is, su- this is such an obviously good thing. As long as you and I are both correct with what we said when we talked about the game, when it first came out, that this feels like the first step towards things to come mm-hmm. rather than, you know, like, I think it's clear that this game is like, this is the growing pains. This is the stop gap, but right. I-, I think we're moving towards a future where we get the Pokemon game that we all want. Yeah. And I think that if this is the way that they're thinking about Pokemon moving forward, they could extend it even longer than we think by saying, okay, here's Pokemon Sword and Shield. Here's the Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion pack the year after that. And here's Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. And then the year after that, here's the Diamond and Pearl expansion pack. Right. (laughs) You know, like they could very well do that. And and they can continue to like, you know, because I think there's... I think they've gotten probably used to the idea of getting the annualized income from releasing a game every year, mm-hmm. but it's like, dude, they have all these spinoffs they can do, right? Like, okay, right. we're doing the mystery dungeon spinoff. That's a Pokemon game that's coming out this year. That's new more or mm-hmm. less and new to a lot of people at least. Great. We know detective Pikachu two is coming. Maybe that comes out next year and you know that and then like maybe we get a let's go sequel or we get the gen 4 remakes or whatever and they can continue this like cycle of giving us like maybe they get two to three years to develop the next pokemon instead of like one and a half like Mm -hmm. that's awesome that's definitely a good thing yeah agreed so let's look at some of the more specific stuff about this uh i pulled out some of the like they they like sort of have it bullet pointed uh on here so i kind of try to extrapolate on that uh as far as like what they're adding for like 
like the big bullet points that I saw. Mm-hmm. They have new items uh, spread across the Isle of Armor and the Crown uh, Tundra uh, that help with your journey, like an experience charm that'll come in handy when leveling up their po- your Pokemon. <laughs> um, which that was the thing that um, like Bob, he brought up because he was streaming Mystery Dungeon after this. Yeah. And like, what are they doing in terms of like levels? He's like, are they going to raise the level cap? And I'm like, yeah, Pokemon doesn't really work like that. Um, but I would expect that like these new areas, they have a higher ceiling for like the wild Pokemon, right? Like, sure, I yeah. See, like the Isle of Armor, like their wild Pokemon being all level 80s, and then you know, like the Crown, uh, the Crown Tundra, all level 90s or even 100s, right? Sure. Um, especially if like a big part of this is like, hey, we had the experience charm. I think that makes it even easier to level up your Pokemon. Right. I think that uh, the there's going to be a, a lot of high level Pokemon in yeah. this uh, expansion. And I, I think probably even more so than that, it'll be the trainers. Yeah, you know, like it'll be like the the dojo stuff that you're doing in the Isle of Armor, and you know, like all the legendary stuff that's in the Crown Tundra. Like, I'm sure that there'll be a lot of like just NPCs that have higher level Pokemon than like the Elite Four, you know, and or that are in yeah. that kind of level where you can just like pick up and keep going, you know. Yeah, and then they have stuff like uh, new move tutors that they're adding. And, uh, more to bring back apricorns <laughs> yeah which like that was the thing that like because you know the ball guy uh, yeah he and he was like here's a lore ball or here's a heavy ball like i feel like i wish that i could buy heavy balls because i need them more than any pokeball in this game most of the time because it's like you got this whole freaking event about gigantamax snorlax like right. only got yeah. one heavy ball dude <laughs> you know right. uh but if it's i say it was like quick balls yeah you know, which are like ace you know so well, quick balls are easy you can you actually can, buy them, right? Yeah, you can buy them in the wild area. Well, you could buy them both in the wild area and in uh, Wyndham or whatever. Um, sure, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's more economical in the wild area because they're like 50 watts or something like that. Yeah, well, I mean, if I can get them with apricots, it'll be even easier, so. Well, it, probably. Sure, I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll see. I guess, I guess we'll see yeah, how many there on, are. It depends on how it works. Because yeah. if it's like in past games where it's like you pick the apricots and then you go to the, the curt. And you're like, here, Kurt. Maybe and it's like, come back tomorrow. Like, you tomorrow, kid. It's like, yeah. I even if I like, if I farm 999 apricots or whatever, it's gonna take me longer to like get him to do like to make those in the pokeballs than it would be for me to like just walk up to the guy to the vendors in the uh, wild area and give them uh, like a hundred thousand watts or something. Yeah, for to sure. Max out my inventory almost. Um, so I think that he, he'll be good for the Pokeballs that you can't buy, but I, I don't know about everything else. I, I, hope it's, I, I hope it's that there is like a better system for it where you're not like, even if you have to wait a day, if you could do as many as you want at a time. Like, right. I think in Heart, like Gold, and Soul Silver, you could do as many as you want. Like, oh, but they I have to really be remember. like the same kind. So like, if you're like, I want freaking lore balls. I think they're like green apricots. Uh, you go to him and you're like, I want lower balls. Here's 99 green apricots. And he's like, right. all right, see you tomorrow. Um, I think that it could probably be something similar to that. But it would be yeah. better if you could say, I want heavy balls and I want lower balls and I want fast balls or whatever, right? Here's all of those. Make me them. And he's like, all right, see you tomorrow. <laughs> like that, got- that would be a good compromise too. I got to think they're going to make it a lot easier because that's what they've done with everything in this game. Mm-hmm. Like the name of this game is making things more convenient. So, yeah. like, I can't imagine that they're going to, like, limit you like that. That would be so weird. Yeah, it would be. 
But I mean, it wouldn't super surprise me either because no. stuff like, like in the wild area, they, they try to limit you like that, where it's like, yeah. hey, here's the, the Pokemon that are going to spawn in this thing. And if you want something different, either clear them out and then use like wishing pieces and stuff like that or wait until tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so they still do have those things where it's like, all right, wait until tomorrow and things will change. Yeah. Um, but it would make a lot of sense if like if it was just a thing of like maybe you pay for them now or something. Uh, and that be the, the, the way that they wall the like your 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 access to it or whatever mm-hmm. um if they even still feel the need to do that um with with this specific part of it um but there's there's some other interesting things about this that caught my attention maybe you have other specific things that caught yours um like galarian slowpoke like what does that mean oh. does that mean that we're going to get even more galarian pokemon that aren't and the galarian legendaries and stuff like that like what <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't think those will be the only new Galarian Pokemon. And I was so hype on Galarian Slowpoke because, A, Slowpoke's one of my favorite Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there's both a Galarian Slowbro and a Galarian Slowking, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, forget about it. That's awesome. And what if they do another one? Like, what if they do a Galarian Slow Queen? <laughs> Dude, I would love that. I would love if they wow. added another one. I, I think it's, like, really funny how, like, out of nowhere, Meowth and Slowpoke are like the Pokemon that have the most evolutionary yeah. options aside from Eevee. Right. That's <laughs> wild. I and like so like with the legendaries and stuff like that, like first of all, they, they said that um hold on, what is his name? The Kung Fu boy. It's in, oh, this, um, it's in this document. Kub Fu. Cub Cub Fu, yeah. And then he uh, evolves into Urshifu. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> like they're legendaries and they can evolve? And they didn't say like cuz there's like uh what mythical pokemon. Like there's some mythical pokemon that can evolve um or come from eggs or whatever. Like, yeah. That, that whole situation. Yeah, but uh, this is like this is like the first legend quote unquote legendary that has like a proper evolution tree yeah. and he can evolve into two different pokemon which is crazy. Yeah, that's like what's going on with that? Well, not different Pokemon, I guess, but different there's different versions strike. of the yeah. yeah. Right. And they, they I think Which, they I mean, in in, a, in essence, they're pretty different because they're like different types and like all that. Like they're just as different as like um, uh, Zacian is from Zamazenta. Or right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I feel like it was interesting because I think it was pretty clear that they said you can pick one or the other. So like, uh, I'm interested to get one or the other. Because how they evolve depends on choices you make in the dojo. Right, exactly. Yeah, so um, that's, that's really cool, too. Like, the fact so that it's, like, like, yeah, they're not, like, version exclusive. Yeah, right, right. It's cool that it's, like, tied to the story and you, like, make choices that affect how it evolves and stuff. Very interesting. Very interesting. Right. And that's another thing that, like, we talked about, I know specifically on this podcast, where it's, like, um, we're, we were saying, like, how they approach this story and how it isn't like this big grand thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and how I was saying I would have liked it better if they made the post game that where it's like, this is the, like our theme story. That's like this thing. That's like very like specific to the world of Pokemon outside of the yes. like profession of being a Pokemon trainer or whatever. Right. Like now it's the thing of like, this is happening in this world or you can get even better if you train and you journey to this guy's dojo and blah, blah. Yeah. blah. Like I like the, fact that that's in the like now i'm a trainer and i already did my rite of passage i'm a pokemon league champion now challenge me as the champion
champion, you know, like give me tasks that are worthy of a champion, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and it's like, it's cool that the guy who trains you was like Leon's mentor and everything. Like they're kind of furthering the lore a little bit. Like I I feel like this is a really cool post game story, and it, it's I I want to see more stories like this from Pokemon. Like I you know the gym challenge and everything. Like totally cool. I get that. I would love it if this is the status quo moving forward, where like the original part of the game is hey, like, you got to go and do your gym challenge and prove that you're, like, a real legit Pokemon master. And then now you can go do these, go on all these cool adventures because you're one of the best Pokemon trainers in the, the region, you know? Like, that's, I think that's a, a natural evolution of your character. And Right. Yeah, that seems I think great. That makes the most sense. Because, like I always say, like, yeah. the, me, it's always been a thing of, like, dude, I got my Pokemon a week ago. You're telling me to save the universe, dude? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Um, but now it is this thing of like, you're the Galar region champion and you beat this guy that's undefeated and he, he wears like five hats and he has sponsors. <laughs> uh, so it's like, now it makes sense that it's this thing of like, man, yeah. now go on this quest and catch all these legendaries and blah, blah, blah. But yo, so you, you called this out before. How cool are the Galarian forms of the legendary birds? So dope. Oh my I god. I was like I was like what like what type is Zapdos? Like what's going on there? Is he like a fighting type now? I don't know. He's like orange and he's like why he look he looks like he's like a He's like, like a roadrunner sort of Yeah, game. yeah. Oh my god, he is like a roadrunner for sure. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And like how badass does does Moltres look? Yeah. That's, that's always the, been Moltres. See, you, you know it's crazy. You know it's crazy. He's like Shadow Lugia, which are we getting freaking Shadow Lugia in this game? <laughs> Yo, please. Oh, because be uh, James Turner, like, he designed that Pokemon. Yeah. And, I mean, the, these three Pokemon have in Galarian forms. It'd be kind of weird if Lugia didn't get a Galarian form. Oh, that would be so cool. Don't, and don't then, get my hopes like, if Lugia gets a Galarian form, it'd be kind of weird if Ho-Oh doesn't, you know? <laughs> like, oh, my God. That would be amazing. I would love that. Um, I, I love the whole region variance thing. Like I, that was, I think one of the coolest innovations in sun and moon. I'm so glad they kept that rolling yeah. and to see them apply it to legendaries is like ridiculous, you know? Um, yeah. especially because all three of those Pokemon are like actually usable in yeah, like, meta cause they're right. not all Ubers, you know? Mm -hmm. So like, I'm, I'm so stoked on that. Like Zapdos is one of my all time favorite Pokemon. So I'm so stoked about the idea of having like a new version. Even though I disrespected Zapdos's uh, whole existence in Pokemon uh, Let's Go by catching him with a Pokeball. <laughs> hey man, maybe he just he just really wanted to join your team. That's no, that's where I established it. I was like, I, I'm I'm uh, irreverent. I don't really care about <laughs> your status as a legend. I'm just catching you all in Pokeballs. I caught <laughs> freaking uh, what's his name, Eternatus or whatever in a Pokeball. Yeah. I caught. Uh, I did that too, actually. I caught Zacian in an Ultra Ball, so like, eh, I'm not using the Master Ball. I'm not doing it. I refuse. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's just a status symbol. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's like something like I might use my my uh, Master Ball on something dumb, like just as the meme, like throw it at a freaking Caterpie or something. Throw it at that that the Slowpoke man. I already caught it though. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> it, like the one worthy Pokemon, Slowpoke. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, I was really hyped to see that they sh showed off those glimpses of the two new Reggies. Yeah. I love the Reggies, man. The three. Was it three? It was three. It was, 
There was two new ones. Hold on, wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was the there was the one who had like the like kind of there's electric one, and then there's like the dragon one. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say he's got that kind of like ethereal electric static around him, and the other one's got the dragon head for an arm. Right. Yeah, those look awesome, and I I I love. Are they going to do three? I mean, they could. Because, I mean, the last one was three. And then, like, are we going to get another Reggie Gigas sort of situation? We get a Galarian Gigas. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, what are their names going to be? Like, is it going to be, like, Reggie Draco or something like that? Like I was thinking one? I was thinking for the electric one, maybe it's Reggie Shock. Yeah, something like, or, or like, Reggie Bolt. Bolt. Or, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Um, I don't know about Zap, Drake, Reggie Zap. Yeah, maybe. Um. Was, yeah, I'm all about that. I think I think those new designs look great, and uh, I, thing. I think they've done really good with designing the new Pokemon and the new versions of old Pokemon. They've all been really cool. So oh, yeah, we got a new Gigantamax Pokemon. Uh, they gave the freaking Turtle Boy more PVC pipes, so he has more cannons. Uh, and you know, like Venusaur just embraced his uh potential to to grow. You know. You're not about to just gloss over the Gigantamax Blastoise and be like, they gave him more can- He has yeah, a whole yeah. fortress <laughs> on his back. That's amazing. Are you kidding me? That's the best. He's the best Pokemon they've ever made. And that's, they- not, that's not cooler. even true. That's Blastoise not even is the true. best Pokemon. It's the best Pokemon, AJ. False. Listen, we all have our favorites. False. Respect mine and I'll respect Who's your favorite? Charizard, man. He's the That's best. whack, dude. Come on. You're whack. Don't be so, don't be so basic. Oh, I like- what? How's it? Wait, pause. How's it basic to like Charizard, but not basic to like Blastoise? Because Charizard is in every game. Because Charizard is the cool one. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> he was in the anime, all right? Relax. So is Blastoise. What are you talking not about? Not as a main character. Yeah, it's because he peaked early, dude. If Ash Squirrel had a Blastoise... Squirtle is the best that Blastoise ever got. Oh That's why Pokemon God. Trainer has Squirtle, you know, and I already said that. I already established no, you're, this. You're that the Pokemon me. Trainer, this is where his starters peaked. Ivysaur is like, after Ivysaur, Bulbasaur gets weird. So Ivysaur's like, I don't want to go that far, dude. And Charizard's like, you know, man, I'm, I grew to beat my best. Um, cause, cause he gets weird at Charmeleon. I'll, I'll give you that. Charmeleon's much. weird, yeah. Yeah, but then he evolved and, you know, Look, I I like Charizard fine. I'm just tired of this narrative that fire type <laughs> trainers want to push forward like he's the best. He wasn't even usable. No, for see, like this is the thing. Thirty this years. Thing. This is the thing. I resent the fact that you just called me a fire type trainer because I don't always pick the same type. I'm definitely not that type of dude, man. All right, I, fine. Like, respect. Some fine. people always pick fire or whatever. Like Bob's like that. Bob's like always picked fire one. Someone I, basic score money and like all that crap. I, I always pick water, but the last two gens, I I picked grass because I didn't like the water starters as much. See, this is so. the thing. I don't do that. I'm, I'm out here, you know? I'm all over the place, man. I don't even, like, I, I think the only, like, real exception to the, the my rule of, like, I picked this Pokemon or, or, like, you know, like, I didn't follow some sort of trend uh, was Gen 1 and Gen 2, where I used all of them except for in Gen 2, Chikorita, because Chikorita garbage. I like Chikorita, and I don't. I don't. I, people hate way too much. Chikorita is not good. Bayleaf um, is the coolest. That's I the think problem. Bayleaf and Chikorita look cool. I think Meganium was a mistake, but I think they're bad Pokemon. 
<laughs> like I, I think like as far as using them oh not- yeah they're they're not very good competitively I yeah. like Bayleaf's design a lot though yeah I like Bayleaf's design too Ex- again like this is his th- I mean Ash is pretty stupid but you know he made a good decision getting a Chikorita that doesn't want to evolve past that past <laughs> Bayleaf because Bayleaf again peak it's the best it gets that's fair um but speaking of the starters uh we also got gigantamax forms yeah like finally i didn't realize they didn't have them (laughs) i mean it doesn't surprise me though because like uh with sun and moon and like you know like they didn't get uh mega forms uh for like the new starters in x and y or whatever like yeah fair enough we only got megas for the older pokemon uh, so it doesn't surprise me that much. Or, I mean, yeah, yeah. but you also got to think of the fact that, like, in this game, they didn't really follow that trend anyway. Yeah. Because, like, new Pokemon did get Gigantamax forms. Um, and it's all over the map. And this is, like, a random, uh, like, I don't know, tangent from this. But it's, it's, like, I wonder, I mean, you'd have to assume that they planned this from the start. But it's weird that, like, there were Pokemon that aren't available to be caught that are in the code, but none of this is, right? Because, like, I'd assume that, like, a good portion of, like, you know, like, the Kano starters and stuff like that, like, they're in the game's code, but I would assume that we can't catch them until this, uh, these expansions come out. My guess is that they had this planned on some level, and I wonder if the expansion to having 200 of the older Pokemon was in response to the fan reaction of wanting the decks expanded, you know? Um, because I think the DLC plan was definitely a given, right? Given the fact that we know that there was that data of stuff that was not in the game at launch, you know? Um, but I, I, I wonder if the scope of it was expanded over time. Right, right, right. And I wonder if it'll expand again. Like, I wonder if it it's will possible. become a thing. Because, like, a lot of the Pokemon that are missing are Gen 4 Pokemon. So yeah. is that was that their plan to like then add the Gen Four Pokemon through the like you know the yeah Gen well, 4 remix? If you'll remember, I, I I theorized that when we talked about the game on both of our shows last mm-hmm. time, which is yeah. that look, relax, everybody, they're coming eventually. We know that there's going to be another game or a Gen Four remake or whatever, and we'll probably get the rest of them, and we'll be fine. Yeah, you know, and that that's where like people were like similar to this, or like, but I don't want to buy them and blah blah. And the thing that's cool about this is like, um, at least for you know like the raid battles and stuff like that. I don't know about the you know the uh, Tundra expansions sure, sure. ones where they're like more than just battles it's like you're exploring the, the under the yeah you're going area. in the caves and everything um i don't know how accessible that'll be for people that can't i mean that don't buy the dlc um but at least for the raid battles you can join in with people that you're friends with uh or that you see their stickers or whatever you can join in those if you don't have the expansion right um also i think i think it's worth pointing out right like if you are one of these people who is complaining about the Pokemon not transferring over, you probably have played the games in the past. So you can transfer over any of those Pokemon from home. The only thing you'd have to trade for is the actual new Pokemon. Yeah. You know, like Slowpoke or the birds or whatever other Pokemon, you know. Which um, I don't even know if you would have to do that. Um, because I'd assume that when you breed a regular Slowpoke, the egg that comes out is going to be a Galarian Slowpoke. No, it doesn't work when, that way. Because when you breed Meowth in this, 
the Pokemon that comes out is Galarian Meow. Oh, really? Yes. That wasn't how it worked in USM, was it? It's, I, I don't, oh, I don't okay. know. I never, I'm wrong I, about I, that I, one then. I, I didn't breed in those that's games. That's very I, surprising. Because <laughs> um, that, that's what I thought. I assumed that when I, when I did the egg, it was like, oh, if I breed, uh, you know, Kanto uh, Meowth, then that's how I'm going to get my Persian or whatever, right? Because, um, yeah. you know, the, um, the event one with the, that can Gigantamax can't evolve. Um, so I was like, ah, I need Persian, but I don't have a Persian, so I'm going to do that. Um, really and I tried hatching the egg, and it was a freaking Galarian meow. I was like, oh, what's up with that? <laughs> it's like, it's like that's dumb. Um, so yeah, it's like I, I would say, like for at least the Galarian, the Pokemon that that we have access to that have new Galarian forms, with the exception of obviously like the um, the legendaries, um, just make eggs, and then you'll have the Galarian yeah. form of those. Um, I don't know how they plan to, other than trading, give access to people, uh, give access to like the slow bro and slow king because they're, you need items for them or, or whatever. I mean, you probably have to go through whatever story content that they have yeah. um, in the expansion pass to, to obtain that. Um, I mean, it's also like, theoretically, those could be items that you can get multiples of though and you could just yeah. trade somebody and, you know. Right. I'm sure it's not that complicated. Yeah, that's true. Also, Less important, but I mean, we're getting new outfits, boys. Lots I think of them. Yeah, there are like over a hundred new outfits. There's going to be customizable bikes, new hairstyles. Like you're going to be able to get a bunch of the outfits from the NPCs from the the original game. Like right. lots of cool stuff for sure. Yeah, and the girl continues to have the better backpack. The boy backpack is dumb. Yeah, I don't like it either. And there's more variants to it too. Like that's the thing that, that annoys me because it's like it, it's just like a straight up like suitcase on your back. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always that, like the color changes or whatever. But for the girl backpack, there's like different all these different styles. And, yeah, like yeah. like the shape of it is physically like significantly different. Uh, there's like some that are like a person, and then there's other that are like a backpack, you know? Yeah. Um, and then when I saw that in there, I was like, all right, can we can we like buy normal backpacks now? <laughs> nah, that's just the girls. But I want a fresh bag, guys. Come on. I know, man. There's like there's outfits that like I mean, there, there's certain like clothing items and accessories and stuff like that that I just don't buy in in these games. And that's gloves, because like I'm not gonna wear gloves. Are you? Yeah, they look stupid. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and like, I don't my buy, thing is like I, I got I don't buy a glasses or bags either. <laughs> See, I wear glasses, so as soon as I got these true. glasses specifically, uh-huh. I'm good. And the first place you go in the city where you can go to the barber, they had an undercut and let me dye my hair blue. All right, check. And then See, that's the thing. I don't have that. I don't have that, man. Cause like the, I guess that's like the clo- Cause like the, you know, like the shape of my hair is closer to that than anything else that's in the game. Sure. But they don't yeah. have anything that's like my hair. So I'm like, ah, it's dumb. You'll get there um, eventually. It took me a long time before I could actually have characters look like me in video games. It's just now happening. <laughs> but my guy, like, he looks exactly like me. It's ridiculous. So it's like, yeah, I'm not going to buy any new clothes. My guy looks perfect. They need to just, like, let me get, like, take my me and then say, hey, game, this is my me. Do the Pokemon <laughs> version of this. Because <laughs> my me looks exactly like me. <laughs> See, I, you still can't make a me that actually looks like me. So I'm, like, Rip, dude. Rip. I'm over it. Right. Sad. Um, but also there's like new new NPCs and stuff. There's like freaking mustard. Mustard, yeah, who's mustard the, mustard. the dojo guy we were talking about earlier. Yeah, who's uh Leon's uh apprentice or whatever. I mean not apprentice, his freaking opposite. Uh, yeah, the opposite. His master. Man. His master, man. 
Yeah, and then uh, we got Clara and Avery, and like I saw the internet light on fire when they saw Clara. We're like, oh, we yeah. all have a new waifu. Great. Of course they did. Of course they <laughs> no, did. Of course. Um, but she's a poison type Pokemon trainer, dude. Yeah, or gym, or gym leader, or like aspiring gym leader. They're aspiring or, gym leaders is what they said. Yeah, they're training at the jo- dojo so that they can eventually become gym leaders themselves. Yeah, and like, what does, what does that even mean? Like, are we going to get, is it going to be more gyms in this or something? Like, what's going I, on with that? I took it to mean that they were doing that with the, like, expectation that eventually they would challenge the existing gym leaders and replace somebody in the oh, same okay, way that, yeah. that right. B did, you know? Right. That's true. That's a good point. Um, I don't think we, I mean, do we miss anything other than, well, we kind of talked about the the fact that, like, uh, you know, like Galarian Slowpoke, and you can get him now by updating yeah. the game. Yeah, and you can you can actually meet Clara or um the other guy. Avery. I forget his name. Yeah, Avery. You can meet whichever one of them is your corresponding versions by going to the uh the train station, which is yeah. tight. Um, also, I have to go do that later tonight. I I did it yesterday, and also you can get a freaking uh Gigantamax Lapras or Colossal. Yeah, um, and I'm sad because I have sword and I want Galarian Lapras, but eh, here's the deal, man. Go, I'll I'll catch an extra one. You catch the extra one of yours, and we'll Yo, trade. Holy fam, see, this is why. Yeah, man. This, this is, is what Pokemon. Pokemon's about. It's about this having is what friends. About man, I don't even <laughs> gotta buy shield just for Lapras, man. <laughs> Exactly. The internet lied to me. <laughs> um, yeah, the only the only other thing that I I thought was worth uh, pointing out was there was a quote up in the beginning that was talking about the inspiration for the regions, and I thought mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Uh, Omori-san said, "Quote: The Galar region in Pokemon Sword and Shield was inspired by the United Kingdom. In the expansion pass, players will visit two brand new areas: the Isle of Armor and the Crown Tundra. Isle of Armor is a location inspired by the Isle of Man, which is an island right off the coast of the UK, mm. and Crown Tundra is based on Scotland, which is cool. Hey, that's dope because I said before the game came out that they should do that. <laughs> yep, yeah, and it's awesome. Uh, I, I think these are like." Really cool additions. They they have like a lot of biodiversity. Like I, the Isle of Armor is like real tropical. There's bogs and caves and sand dunes and beaches and big forests and everything. And then like the Count Tundra is like you know this like icy frozen environment. And I know on a recent episode of the Potscast, I got asked like what would you want to see as a gimmick for the next Pokemon game? And I was like, man, I would love one that's like all snow, like all mountains and stuff. So oh, yeah, this yeah. is like right up my alley for sure. You mean like Sinnoh? Well, yeah, but that wasn't like the whole thing. There's like only like part of it that's like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. which is true. cool. Like, no, no, there's no problem. It's, it, it, it's just not like the opposite of like Hoenn or like freaking yeah. Alola or whatever. Yeah, where, like, like I, the bulk of it is one like right. type of biome or whatever. Yeah, in the way that, that Alola committed to a island tropical environment, I would love to see them do that with like a desert, with like a mountain, with like. Yeah, like we were talking about that with like India. Which like right, yeah. Now I hate this DLC because what if it was just like freaking India? What if it was that <laughs> <laughs> bad DLC, lazy devs, or what if that? What if they do a third version and it takes place in like the India equivalent of the of Pokemon? That would be buck wild. Like if they made a third game that was in a different region, that would be yeah. that would be nuts. That'd be wild. Stranger things. It could happen, I guess. I don't know. Who knows? Hey, we already have one of their Pokemon. Or maybe this is like 
a freaking you know like Togepi and uh, Kanto sort of situation. Sure, and they're sure, teasing yeah. the next region with that. Uh, maybe that's what it is. I'd be about it, and we'll see that in like 2025 or whatever, or th- hopefully like 2027. <laughs> my god i would love if there was that much of a gap between pokemon games are you kidding me yeah man they got to do it i mean they they have the the way to do like for me it's like i i completely understood where they're coming from and why their 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 improvement is glacial is because the games aren't as important as we think they are like as far as like their uh revenue stream goes it's like less than 25 it's all about merch yeah, exactly. So the the only thing is like the games exist uh, to facilitate the other things in a very like um, superficial way. Um, so they they just need to come out right. Like that's the thing that they need to do. We want them to be like the best possible thing and like you know like the breath of the wilds, right? right because yeah. Pokemon as a property is such a big deal. But as far as the property goes, the games aren't really you know. Like they don't, right. they don't, they don't have that. Weight. But I think, I think what, and we talked about this before. I think what they're setting up here is a model where they can have their cake and eat it too. Right. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that this is the best way for them to do it. Cause they have to continue on. They need to release a Pokemon game of some sort every year. That's something that they need to do just with how their business model works. Um, but, and this is like perfect because right, like we're getting new Pokemon, which means that they can print a new set of cards. They have right. new locations you can go to in the anime. Exactly. You have new action figures and plushes and stuff to flood the Nintendo store. It's like it's it's best of both worlds. Yeah, and already right here they got at least four seasons of the anime. So yeah. we we got they bought themselves four years at least, which and would potentially be potentially longer man. than that. Because I would love that. Because right now in the anime, they're in Kanto still. Like they went back to Kanto in the anime. I don't know. Um, th- like that's like the whole thing of uh, this season, at least from what I heard of it. I didn't watch any of it um, yet. Uh, but the whole thing is like Ash traveling in different regions and stuff like that. Right. Um, so like, I Which mean, they like- already kind of bought themselves a lot of time. Mm-hmm. and i i love that idea like if if the next actual proper pokemon game because again right say this year is dlc next year we get gen 4 remake year after that is gen 4 remake dlc and then we get an actual new pokemon game like new engine like all that you know from the ground up rebuilding thing isn't for what uh, three actual three years since sword and shield came out that would be phenomenal i think it would be longer than that i hope so Take as much time as they can. I think if they, I think if they do DLC for whatever Diamond and Pearl, however they do that, um, I think that at least four, four years from like now. Yeah, I mean, it would be 2019 is Sword and Shield release. 2020 is this DLC. Say 2021, we get the next game. 2022, 2023 would be, so it would actually be five years. Mm-hmm. Totally, which would be, that would be amazing. Right. Maybe do. I'm down with it. Fingers crossed uh but i mean i think that's everything from the direct yeah that's that's like the lion's share of it um we know that pokemon home's coming out in february which is the next thing that we're going to talk about i'm transitioning pokemon home dude (laughs) it's happening and we have a date uh we know next to nothing else though (laughs) uh so pokemon home comes out february we don't know when in february um what if 
Because like uh, part of some something that people were speculating was that it's like, oh, we we get the next Pokemon. I mean, the Smash Brothers announcement in this because like Smash Brothers is supposed to get its last DLC by February or whatever. What if it is though? Like, what if the last DLC or like the last DLC for that pass or whatever yeah. is a Pokemon? That would be so weird. Be- and what if it is like an older Pokemon? Like, wh- no, no, no. Okay, so what I want, like the perfect scenario, is that they do freaking, uh, what was the three that I said? Score Buddy, uh, Drizzile, and Rillaboom as a Pokemon mm-hmm. trainer. Uh, not Echo, but you know, like. Yeah, like a new one. Or whatever. Um, Galarian they, Pokemon trainer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Instead, what if they do a Gen 4 version of that? Because that kind of ties in the Pokemon home. And then cool. they do freaking, I don't know, like Chimchar. I don't think I don't think it'll happen though. I think it's going to be another third party character. Yeah, probably. But what if you know? <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I don't know who it is, but I mean, I don't really care. Honestly, I already have the character that I like, and I got from the DLC. I got one character that's like, yeah, that character's cool, and that's Banjo Kazooie. And I was like, okay, I don't care what else they do with this. Um, yeah, so I'm good. <laughs> the only part of it that interests me is like more people to fight and learn. They're like, you know, but I don't really care as far as like I'm going to main the next DLC. I don't really care about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they freaking uh, talked a little bit about Pokemon Home, and Parker was saying that he is not sure if it's anything more than like a Pokemon Bank successor or whatever. I think I'm that's like, what it is. Yeah. I, I'm like, I, we know that it's more than that because they already said that it's more than that. Um, they didn't talk much about what else they're going to add to it um, in this specifically, but they did yeah. confirm that like the stuff with like Pokemon Global Link and all that, like that's transitioning to being a part of Pokemon Home. Um, which is fine i think it'll have additional features but i think it is largely going to be a bank successor you know like it'll have more stuff it'll have some like you know maybe some in-game options like that but i don't think it's going to be anything too significant yeah i wonder what because they they did confirm that it's going to be paid so like is it going to be like the same like exactly like how much pokemon bank yeah. costs because pokemon bank's like what five dollars a year or something yeah like it's like nothing <laughs> yeah i mean people are going to complain about it anyway i mean people will complain about anything so yeah um whatever people we'll have to see it's like i already paid 60 dollars and i'm paying for pokemon online i mean nintendo switch online like all that crap um but yeah i mean hopefully hopefully that's what they do you know it's like the same price and or if they add more Maybe it's more. Who knows? But it depends yeah. on how much. Like, I don't know. It, it couldn't be like freaking twenty dollars a year. It couldn't do. They can't no. do that. No, <laughs> they, they couldn't do that. Um, so it'll probably be around the same price. Um, are there any like specific Pokemon that like when home got announced? Other than like the ones that we don't know if they're going to be available in the game. Like uh, I know Grimhane's been talking about for a long time. He has a six IV Ditto, or, or oh maybe God, it's just yeah. a four Ditto or whatever. Um, that you're like, man, I can't wait until home comes out. I want to transfer this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got tons of competitive Pokemon that yeah. I've built up over the years that I would love to be able to pull over and, um, you know, and, and like create new breeding fodder and everything like that if I need to to make some of like the new play sets work and all that kind of stuff. Like, there's a lot, 
you know, um, I, I don't need the six IV ditto because I'm a monster and I bought one on eBay. Oh my God. <laughs> I bought See, a six- No, I'm upset because you know, the whole thing that people were like complaining about with the initial announcement of Pokemon source, like well, we're not going to be able to have a Pokemon where I lost the data on my Pokemon ultra sun and that had every Pokemon I ever caught oh, on it. No. I was like, I, like, whatever it's gone, you know, like yeah. I'll just catch new Pokemon. But I had a and I didn't pay for it. Somebody wonder traded me a six IV Japanese shiny ditto. Yeah, I had I and had legitimate one too. It's this gone. one I this one I got specifically because I was like I want to start breeding and I don't want to wait for home. So and I oh I, you I, bought you did that now I didn't even know now. you did. I might I did it now. Yeah. So what I did was I have a friend who uh, he's like my best friend since childhood and he hit me up and was like yo. I bought a shiny Charmander with six IVs on eBay for like a dollar. And I went and found a ditto person. And I was like, whatever, let's see if it works. And I was like two bucks. And within 10 minutes, he traded it to me. And I was like, uh, okay, great. Breeding just became a million times easier. Yo, link, me, dunk. link me to that guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm 100% down. Also, we need to like freaking play this game, man. I know. Battle is, you know rain and stuff yeah dude yeah i'm still i'm still getting my like uh my my batch of competitive pokemon together and everything but yeah, yeah. Once, I'm, once i'm ready for some proper battles we should totally like i'll jump in on one of your streams or something that'd be great yeah i still need to do it because like um whenever i stream or you know just because like there's like regulars and stuff like that that i like after like you know being like been doing this for a while and getting to know names and stuff like that like i'll follow them on twitter or whatever right yeah um and there's a few people that like i'll play in smash or whatever and one of those guys i don't know i'm gonna out them not gonna out them normally i would but i'm not gonna do it i'll, I'll respect you know who you are <laughs> you know who you are uh but this man was uh he's like he's like one of the og like subscribers of finance for like i'm talking like within the first three videos that we uploaded right and he streamed a while ago um like i'm talking like obviously like 2015 or something like that because it was poking tournament um and he was streaming i was like i'll go in there i freaking wrecked him in his stream um and oh, then he was like he was like oh man it's like, it like this is the last game that this is gonna happen in. just wait until the next smash brothers game comes out i was like nah man nah that's not happening smash brothers so then smash brothers came out again you know again uh so then he was like oh but wait until pokemon that's a whole nother game blah blah, blah. i was like oh is it now <laughs> and then, right now i'm 2-0 man 2-0 shade you're throwing some I'm serious shade so i'm saying calling this man out so i'm saying um and i mean i also battled like mega man uh who's a regular in our uh you know we have celebrities mm-hmm. like mega man um <laughs> did you know mega man's from new zealand who knew i did not wow but i also battled him that was a good time. We battled on stream, uh, but he, you know, he he didn't throw shade at me. He's not. He wasn't talking crap. So it's not, you know, not going to do the same thing that I did to the other guy. That you know who you are. You know your name. Damn. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, but I mean, continue with the Pokemon theme because, like, I mean, there's other stuff that happened. Like freaking. Uh, we got that's everything. Nintendo, so, like they took eighty percent of the freaking Japanese market or something like that last year, but like. Duh, you know, but yeah. there's Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go is more successful than it's ever been in 2019. People said it wild. was dead in tw- what 2016 is when it came out. Yeah, people were like, oh, this game dead. Remember when Pokemon Go was popular for a week or whatever? It's like, nah, man, it's still making hundreds of millions of dollars a year. 
<laughs> like it's it's still making more money than most games that come out. Yeah, totally wild. I I, I would not have guessed that, you know, because like yeah. I remember that time very fondly of when it was like a thing and yeah like you saw literally anybody looking at their phone they're like oh they're playing pokemon (laughs) yeah yeah it was it was was wild you know and like i don't see that anymore Mm -hmm. really you know so like i think of it as a thing where it's like it's got its audience it makes a lot of money like but it, it's not what it was and it's like oh my yeah. god i'm totally wrong like it's i think it's that, breaking in money hand over fist yeah i think that pokemon go it it's still like it was consistent with the 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 bulk of the people that played it and that spent money on it mm-hmm. um but those people played it more like how i think i play it where it's like oh, i'm out and i have my phone and i remember this game exists so i'll play it whereas in the first week People were like Pokemon trainers, dude. They're like, yeah, yeah. Gonna go out and we're going to look for Pokemon. You know, like people don't do it anymore. They're not yeah, leaving dude. their house to play Pokemon. They're leaving their house to do other stuff and they're playing Pokemon while they're there, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, that happened. And yeah, it's cool. Shout out. Cool. You know, but I think that's the news. Unless Next segment. You, you have any news? You, you got no. anything announced? Did you catch a real life Pokemon or something? I, I am not at liberty to discuss that right now, but oh, we can talk man. about it off air. Oh, man. <laughs> as long as it's not a Squirtle. Well, if it's a Squirtle, just don't evolve it. Just press get, the B button. Get out. Get out. Just press the B button. Don't you dare disrespect my favorite Pokemon <laughs> like that. That is rude. I, I came on this show and salvaged yeah, it for you. Stay, you and stay. then you throw shade at it. Come on, man. I mean, I didn't throw shade at it. I do shade. I mean, I didn't throw shade at you. I threw shade at Blastoise. Right, which is like, my, that is my heart and soul, man. Come on. I, I mean, you know, like, at least we have common ground that Squirtle's cool. I do love Squirtle. You know? Squirtle Squad for life. Squirtle's great. You know, Squirtle is still currently my background on my phone. It's a good background. Whenever I post a picture, and it's like completely unrelated. Like I posted a picture of something that Bob said to me. And uh, it was like, he, he said an expletive. And I was like, man, look at how YouTubers are to their fans, man. <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> and half of the comments are, "Phone, what's your phone wallpaper? Link me to that. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going through my freaking... Uh, camera roll to find this <laughs> wallpaper or whatever I'm not doing that um but yeah squirtle's cool man squirtle's cool but Super also fun. cool i made videos week it's about uh nintendo switch and how it might exist in the year 2020 because people are talking about nintendo switch pro but like what would that be and what does it need to be to matter mm. <laughs> but not matter too much to make people angry you know <laughs> that's like the it, fine line yeah exactly like it can't it it, it it needs to be enough to make people want to buy it but not enough that people feel like they have to buy it right yeah the bulk of people because they're still going to like there's people like the the ones that are like i'm going to spend 180 dollars to have all the pokemon you know there's those people um right and they're gonna be mad no matter what so yeah, exactly. who cares but, but i'm talking about you got to appeal to the real ones like me because i'll buy it exactly man You'll buy it, and then you'll talk about it on podcasts. I'll evangelize for you. <laughs> Hit me up, Nintendo. Hashtag Nintendo influencer. Hashtag Pokemon influencer. They, yeah, exactly. Then you got to put hashtag free game after everything. And people are like, how should you get it free? Or they're going like, do you have to always add that? Or they're going to be like, this game is free. I had to pay for it. You know, it's, it's not as great as it sounds, dude. I mean, it is, but it's not. <laughs> 
there's there's uh cons it's hard to get free games yeah exactly that's all i'm saying i'm get glad you here. understand my plight <laughs> you understand me. i've been there i've been there um but yeah seven who also was a regular she says i was an early adopter have the switch v2 and will probably get the pro if it's actually a thing because i was having i mean i like having the new shiny thing same also if it has exclusive games as in third-party devs uh can only get get out of here freaking google (laughs) uh can only get certain games running on it then i'll have to upgrade because even though i can just leave it and play something triple a on either of the stationary boxes i'd be much happier with the option to have it on the most convenient platform i agree i said this in the video um, but I'm the same way. I buy the, the shiny thing because I, I still have my freaking PlayStation up there. I had to mention every. For me, it really depends. Like, I bought a PS4 Pro when I got a 4K TV because I was like, well, I have a 4K TV. So, oh, see, that's the that's the thing. I don't. I didn't go that deep with the new shiny thing. I um, did that one. That's yeah. the only like new console because I I rocked a OG 3DS the entire life cycle. Oh no, I didn't do that. So, I like, think that the only time that I'm like I gotta buy the new thing is when it's a Nintendo um the the exception with that is ds i didn't buy a dsi um but i got the freaking ds light and no nope, i had a chunky original gray silver ds the entire time too and i fake loved it fan dude fake not fan. man if it ain't broke don't fix it but with the switch <laughs> i use my switch every single day so if it's like beefed up at all i'm like yeah let's do it let's go for what it's worth i think the only reason why i bought the ds light is because my original ds and i had like the freaking like special edition i'm so upset i had the like special edition mario kart ds oh, um man. and it's worth like uh, at least the last time that i checked it was like worth like 900 dollars used Ooh. <laughs> i was like wow um but the the screen broke not the screen the 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 top part of the shell like the hinge broke. yeah and yeah. the screen still works until it didn't and then i was like well i, I gotta buy a new ds now that's a bummer DS. Um, but yeah, back to this comment. Uh, <laughs> that is, if it's still a hybrid, if I'll just, I mean, ah, I can't read right now. That You're is trouble, man. Uh, if it'll just be a home console, which I doubt and agree kind of defeats the point of the Switch, then I really wouldn't care to get multi-platform games on it since they'll still look and run better on the other two stationary boxes or PC. I like how she calls them stationary boxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think slash don't hope any first party games will be exclusive to the pro. I don't either because that'll just piss people off. That's true. Especially if it doesn't stay a hybrid console. Uh, all that being said, I really don't know who, I, who I'd give. Oh yeah. So she has, she got the original switch um, and then she got the new switch right. and she gave her old switch to her mom, uh, for context on what she's about to say next. <laughs> she said, I really don't know who I'd give my mom switch to if I get the pro and she keeps my current one. I can't give it to either of my two nieces or nephew because then the other two will want one and they'll fight about it. My cat seems to enjoy watching Pokemon <laughs> around in the wild area. So maybe that can be his birthday present. That would be wild, dude. Like, you know, there's like pet people is like that. They do the whole thing and they like, get the, like, do you do that? You get like a birthday cake and stuff. I, I've never done that. Okay. Um, I've gotten like, oh, I'll get them like a, a new toy or something like that maybe, but I don't, I don't go like crazy with it. Yeah. Like getting a switch is next level, dude. That's, that's next level. Next level. 
Like there's, there's like, there's tears. There's people that don't even know their pet's birthday. And then there's people that's like, I'll give them like, you know, a toy or a treat or whatever. And then there's throwing the birthday party and then there's buying them a switch <laughs> or giving them a switch. Level. Like yeah, that's, that's wild, dude. And I guess like above that is like celebrities that buy them like mansions and stuff. <laughs> that's, that's the level after that. Um, but yeah, I agree with all of the things that you said. Thank yeah. You. Um, Gpempio one says a console only switch seems dumb, especially when considering this will mostly be for third party games. The P- see the thing about it is like I think that it will mostly be for third party games because they would be the only ones to care to like use it for what it can do at its maximum. I don't think Nintendo would want to do that. I don't think Nintendo operates in that way where they're like we got to like. Get, we got to juice this thing for all the power that it has. Yeah, well, and I think especially when you look at how the new 3DS worked out for them, mm-hmm. like that wasn't, I don't think that splitting your skew makes sense. Yeah, and I don't, see, that's, the thing is like, I don't know what the breakdown was for who bought what in terms of like how many new 3DSs got sold. But it's the thing of like, it's definitely a fraction of a fraction of how many yeah. 3DSs there are. And you think of about course. the four exclusive new 3DS games and like, I bet those all sold terribly. Yeah. I think it, I think it really just depends on what it is. Cause like, if you look at like uh, the original DS to like DS Lite, like DS Lite was the thing that was what made everybody want to buy. A that DS. was when it popped off. Um, but so again, like, those it, shared a console library. Like it's not, yeah. You know, I think, and that's, I think that's what I think it is. I think that for Nintendo, they want to be Apple. They want to make the new thing, you know, like they want to have an iPad Pro or whatever, but they don't want iPad Pro to to um to cannibalize the original like or the regular iPad. Yeah, and make it irrelevant, you know. Yeah. Um but he continues and says the people who have the interest to uh, the interest and money to drop on a switch pro likely already have a different and better way to play third-party games at home uh third-party wii u ports were dumb because they typically came out after the other versions and were full price uh sometimes i mean technically they were more um but yeah mass effect 3 on wii u being more exactly (laughs) being more expensive than mass effect trilogy on xbox uh ps3 and pc uh come to mind Portability is the reason third-party ports are good on the Switch, despite Switch having the same negatives as the Wii U. Um, it, doesn't, it does not have the same negatives as the Wii U. I got to disagree with you there. I think he means, like, on a technical level. Um, like, the, the gap is, like, probably bigger. Um, as far as, like, next-gen goes, uh, the Wii U compared to, like, Xbox Series X has a bigger gap than Wii U did to, like, Xbox One. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I, I don't think that's mattered that much, though. Yeah, I still don't think it matters. I don't think it will matter moving forward because no. like, um, and I, I mean, I've said this since before Switch came out, um, it's not the Wii generation anymore. No. Like uh, the, the, the power that is in these new consoles is not enough to make the game depend on it at its core. Like the only thing that is like, oh, I don't know if this game's going to run. It's all visual things. It's not like, oh man, like uh, the Switch couldn't play a game like Assassin's Creed Origins or whatever, right? Right. 
Um, it's just, it can't play a game like Assassin's Creed Origins and look like it does on those other platforms. Right. Um, so, yeah, The Witcher 3 is a perfect example of that. The fact that that game runs on Switch is like a testament to, it can do a lot, you know? Right. I think it's just that like, ultimately that's not what the Switch is trying to do. Like it doesn't yeah. need to be a high powered graphical system. And if that's what you care about, you have other options, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes. I agree. It would be stupid. And I said that in the video <laughs> that I think it would be dumb if they did. And there's, cause there's a lot of people that want that. They're like, I just, I want Nintendo to be the third clone, you know, like I want them to do what PlayStation and Xbox do. There's no value in that of each other. Um, exactly. I agree with that. And I think that like, even though I buy all three consoles, I think I will play them more if they differentiated themselves more. Um, like I, I honestly, think i liked xbox's original like game plan for xbox one than i do their current one because now they're just playstation <laughs> but yeah before, at least it was something it, different right exactly before they had something that set them apart um and if they could like stick the landing on what they want to do if they can make people want to use connect i think that that could have been a really cool future could have um, been but they dropped the ball so. i also think consumers spoke that we didn't really want it yeah. you know i think motion controls have kind of gone away for a reason I don't, but I don't think they have. I think that um, like, they have in the mass market. Like Nintendo I, still again, has them. But. See, but that's the thing. Like I would say, like if we're talking masses in the way that, like the actual definition, like Splatoon sold like what seven million copies or something like that. More than yeah. That. No, I just mean like there was a time when everyone was trying to jump on that bandwagon. Yeah, I think I think that motion, moment has passed. I think motion as a gimmick and as a thing of like, look, there's motion. That's coming on. But I think that motion can have function. Um, I mean, it does in VR and, now. Right. That's, and that's that, the evolution And of that's it. what I mean. Like, if they could have used, if, if they could have made Connect into something like that, right, where it, it became function and not this gimmick of, like, you're in yeah. the game, or, like, it actually felt like you needed it to experience this good game, yeah. then I, I would have liked that future more. But as Connect Tech just wasn't there, though. Then, yeah, it was dumb. Um, but, yes, like I said, I agree with what G. Pampio once said. <laughs> Blue. Uh, like from Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Same Says, <laughs> We have a lot of celebrities, dude. Uh, honestly, Nintendo would be super dumb to make any Switch Pro exclusive games, even if you can stream them on the older models. Oh, that was something else that I brought up in the video that like um, I could see them. Do I couldn't see Nintendo make a game that's exclusive to Switch Pro, but I could see uh, third parties feel comfortable with doing that and then give the option to stream those games. Yeah. And then later on, Nintendo make those games available to people that paid to stream them, unless they did it through a subscription model sort of situation. But if they did like how uh, Google Stadia works now, where you buy the game, but like if Google Stadia blows up, you're SOL. I think right. that if you buy the game for streaming, then that just gives you access to it on their shop. Once I can you see have that. Where to do it. Like how Apple's stuff works, where it's like, right. you have Angry Birds on your iPhone, you have it on everything. Well, and it's also like, I know that they've done a little bit of streaming in Japan where you were able to get... Um, Assassin's Creed. Uh, yeah, thank you. Assassin's Odyssey Creed. and uh, Resident Evil 7. Mm -hmm. Or Biohazard 7 or whatever. Right, yeah, yeah. It is in Japan. <laughs> Uh, there should be no segmentation in the market. A pro model should have better performance, loading times, and build quality, not pro exclusives. Totally uh, agree. Yeah, I agree with that. But I disagree with the, the, the part of it that like, if, if they allow the option to stream it, I think that that uh, takes away the segmentation that they would be against. 
or fragmentation yeah. that they that they would be against. Yeah, I, I think that's reasonable. Um, so yeah, I think that as long as they have an option for people to play this game, I mean, play these games, these third party games more specifically, um, that they would um, go ahead and do that. Like, and I think that anything that makes their next console, especially if it's like this four hundred dollar, you know, like that's what speculation is saying that like it's going to be like four hundred dollars or whatever um if they make this four hundred dollar thing they got to make people that are like hardcore nintendo fans and already have their switch or whatever they're going to want to make them want to buy this thing and if it's just the thing of like you'll get 1080p more often right like i don't think that's enough no Um, i think four hundred dollars is a pretty high asking point too i think i hope that it's closer to three three fifty but we'll see yeah uh, and then the last comment from my video, Reed Alexander says, I totally agree with you, AJ. And for the record, I just went through and picked the top. You just cherry picked all the people that agreed with you. Right? See, this is, for the record, I went through and picked top comments. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, so that's what that is. And you, I mean, a lot of times, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, I pick comments that are like, you're dumb and it's just stupid and I hate everything about it. <laughs> Um, but well, I, I wouldn't know. This is only the first time I've been on the show, right? AJ? That's true. That's true. Right. Oh, is it the first time that you ever listened to this podcast? You never listened to our podcast before? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, in the, in this universe where this is the first time I've been on the show. <laughs> oh, okay. No. Right. right, right. <laughs> oh, okay. So you just, all right. So this is the new canon. You just came into existing then. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just popped out. Yeah, it was impossible. Except you have knowledge on game somehow. 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 Right. Uh, you're freaking uh, the whoever birthed you, and still that <laughs> knowledge. It was it was Zawada actually. That's oh, that's wild, dude. Yeah, that's wild. Um, but Reed Alexander says I totally agree with you, AJ, about pretty much everything you just said. LOL. I wouldn't like the idea of Nintendo going back to a home only console. That's a weird way to phrase that. Um, I just don't feel that it will sell well if they did that. Um, I agree. Because they're not freaking Sony and they're not Microsoft, so they're. I mean, and now that they've established this, like that's what makes the Switch so cool. Like it's it's connecting with people, I think, because it's a hybrid console, and yeah. like they own the handheld market and they have a thing that works at home. home. Right. Right. So like, why 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 mess with that? Right. Also, with Sharp, I didn't even bring that up. Uh, also, with Sharp IGZO, is there like some is is it IGZO? <laughs> Uh, no IGZO displays coming to the new console, probably, possibly. That's the rumor. Uh, it'll at least be 1080p, 60 frames per second handheld, and 4K upscale when docked. I don't know about at least. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's, that's um, bold. That's really bold. I don't, I th- I don't think that it's going to hit 4K. Something I mentioned in the video and that me and Parker talked about in the podcast um, before the video, um, I could see them having approximately out of the like what a thousand games that are going to be on switch probably more than that how many games are on switch now um thousands i don't know yeah a lot when the the four thousand games are going to be in the switch library when all all is said is said and done i could see them having five 4k games that are made by third parties that are using it as like a, a gimmick right where it's like as far as resolution goes they're 4k but they look like garbage you know like i can see that happening on a switch pro but I, I couldn't see them be like Breath of the Wild Two runs in 4K 64. I I, don't, no. I, I doubt that. 1080 um, 60 locked would be great. I'm fine yeah. with that. Yeah, I can imagine that. I can see it being 1080 60 
on uh, like the console, ver like in console mode and handheld mode. Um, maybe like, well, definitely like, uh, you know, like less visual fidelity or whatever mm -hmm. um, in handheld and like, uh, maybe even in some games it runs like at 30 in handheld mode, depending on what the game is. It, yeah. could, it would have to be like a single player thing. It probably couldn't be like a fighting game or nothing like that. Uh, to have like two different uh, frame rates on the right, 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 yeah. Um, while having base PS4 and Xbox One power. Oh, I didn't, I didn't add to that. Which I mean, that doesn't even make any sense. No, this base PlayStation 4 and Xbox One don't run games in 4K. But I do agree with that part. I could see it being like a, at at the very at at most, I can see it in between like ps4 maybe a little bit towards ps4 pro i can see it being a little bit more powerful than PlayStation 4. I, I think i think i think that's i think it's going to be maybe just south of the ps4 and xbox one yeah i don't know it depends on the price point yeah i think that for sure if it's 400 dollars, i think it's going to be more powerful than playstation 4 um but if it is like 350 300 i don't it's going to be like yeah i don't know i'm not i'm not too confident on that one but we'll we'll see i'd be uh, wrong about that yeah, I just think that with how, because currently, if they use the the chipset that people are speculating that they will, mm -hmm. it's around there. It's like a little bit more powerful in place. That'd be nice. Um, but again, like that all depends on how, because right now, um, just as far as like, you know, teraflops go, the Switch is technically closer to Xbox One than what, we, what we're seeing, but they underclock it. Right. Um, so... Who knows? Uh, they could underclock it again, and it ends up being like below Xbox One or whatever. Um, we really have almost the same thought process when it comes to Nintendo. Apparently not, but <laughs> I do agree a lot. Uh, <laughs> I know I don't know you, but for some reason, I think that we could be cool. And oh my god, this took a turn. And eventually, becoming <laughs> friends in real life. Just putting that out there. Oh, <laughs> love y'all bits and keep up the great content, yo. Join our Discord, fam. <laughs> Come chat. Come chat. Um, but yeah, thanks for commenting, everybody. It was a good time on that video. I like making videos. They're great. They're fun. Uh, we're not going to talk about Parker's video because I don't know what Parker's thought process was on that. I can't say, yeah. like, yeah, Parker agrees. <laughs> uh, so let's get into last week's comments from this very podcast. Uh, I don't know how this person wants me to say their name. Is it E equals cool or is it just equal? I think it's just equal. Equal says, Parker's insight that game streaming may reduce a developer's desire to create games under a console's restrictions was, was huge. I just don't see any sort of significant streaming happening on the Switch after I heard that, especially with how string, oh, stringent, I, I freaking... I didn't see the R <laughs> for whatever reason. Uh, stringent Nintendo already is with their online stuff. Um... I would agree with that if they didn't already do it in Japan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I, I think I think it's totally on the table. I don't know exactly what that looks like, but it's been done before. So I don't think Nintendo will have any games available for streaming. Um, but they might allow version. other people to do it. I think they definitely will allow other people yeah. to do it for sure because they already are. <laughs> right. um, so it just depends on what their solutions are in house. Um, and I think that if Nintendo somehow, because, you know, they partner with Microsoft for their cloud thing, 
Um, if they yeah. do have some sort of like, you know, system wide solution for developers to go into like their, their uh, you know, like their engine of choice and just press a button, you know, Man, uh, essentially, I I'm think still, that we'll see it more often. But I'm know. still holding out hope that uh, that eventually we see Game Pass come to Switch. That yeah, same. Fresh. I wouldn't be surprised by that. I don't I, yeah, I mean, there was there was that whole I think it was at GDC where they had the talk about it and one of the devices was switch and then they like yeah. pulled that image down like so it, it, i think every time they talk about games past they gesture heavy to, for it to be on switch like it happened heavy yeah. they're like oh we want it to be on all gaming platforms yeah with all that, of dude, them i mean x cloud is <laughs> x cloud is gonna change the game so yeah. it'll be interesting to see i i think we will see streaming on switch at some point yeah and i think that they, like xbox just in general especially in the first i mean the next couple of years all their games are going to be scalable to a degree mm-hmm. um so that's yeah that's like where they're moving towards so yeah because they're saying no exclusives on series x mm-hmm. um for the first two years at least um so yeah there's that seven returns and says i agree with aj about sacrificing some of the what does this stand for <laughs> ott visuals and spectacle of AAA games for the convenience of having a game on switch i do not know what ott means same Okay, whatever. Me either. Uh, that's why I just moved past it. Uh, we recently had some renovations done, and I had to box my PS4 and Xbox One. My, my, my Xbox One's here. That's plugged in. But my PlayStation 4 is over here somewhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Even in the past two weeks since moving back, all I've done is unpack my dock because the games I play most are on Switch, and work goes on no matter what. Uh, there's also been power outages, so I'm kind of too afraid to plug in my PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. And if I didn't have these issues, I'd I'd still be more likely to get something like Red Dead Redemption 2 on Switch, since a lot of AAA games are these giant open world. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, I, I dropped Red Dead Redemption 2 because, like, I don't want to, like, freaking sit down and play that game. <laughs> uh, but if it was on Switch, I would be way more likely to, um, to do that. Um, that take up way more commitment than a person with a job and or family can really give. If I have to actually sit down and play a game, I have to physically schedule a time slot for that. And even then, I can't really enjoy it because I feel like I should be doing something productive. Agreed. Uh, realistically, especially me. Like, if I'm playing a game... If I can't make a video about it, I'm like, do I should I really be playing this game? <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, I, I really had to break that habit for myself because I realized it was getting in the way of me enjoying video games. You know, it was like thinking about it like work too much. Yeah, I, I'm like in this middle ground because like, I, if I can't, that really just means is this on Switch? Because like right. I talk about what I want to talk about for the most part. We're a Nintendo channel because that's the thing that's like the most successful. Mm-hmm. But it became the most successful because it was what I talked about the most because it's what I play the most, right? Right, um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's like half and half of like, there's, there's maybe two games a year that I'm like, oh, that's not on Switch and I want to play that and I'll play it um, because it's only two games. Um, but Red Dead was just the, the second game that I didn't have time for. I played Spider-Man and I started Red Dead and I was like, eh, I don't know about this. <laughs> I mean, Spider-Man's like so much easier. It's like a 20 hour experience versus yeah. Red Dead, which like, I think I put a hundred hours into it before I was done. Right. Yeah. That was, and it took, it took me like six months, you know, yeah. I was just chipping away at it. Right. I, I played Red Dead for, I think 10 hours and like at least two of that was me playing poker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but 
She continues, realistically then, I'd be more likely to not just play, but actually finish a game if it was available to me in the car, in line, on vacation, or just on the toilet, since it feels like those are the only periods of empty time when I'm not really doing anything. Uh, and then she adds, uh, the whole parsnip and apple discussion, which I'll, I'll fill you in on. The whole parsnip and apple discussion. You guys really did make a gaming channel as a front for a food channel, and I'm here for it. <laughs> hashtag Fanatic Foods. That is my favorite hashtag. <laughs> oh, but, oh yeah, dude, you, you know about this uh, podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this, this uh, hashtag, right? Oh, wait, no, yeah. you canonically don't. Never. Canonically, I don't know about it, but it's, it's in that extra knowledge that I was right. somehow imbibed with. Pawada gave it to you. Um, <laughs> by the way, I don't know what kind of oranges you have in the U.S., but over here, they're definitely not sour. Okay. So context. <laughs> um, I don't know how parsnips came up. I think it was, I think it was because we were talking about um, Animal Crossing or something. The Parsnips are underrated. They're good. I mean, well, hey, sure. I don't know. And that, we'll get to that also when Grimhane asks his question. or at the, he, the Grimhane Corner segment when we, when we go to that. Um, but yeah, so we were talking about parsnips, the podcast before that or whatever. And then Parker was describing parsnips for whatever reason. And he was like, they're kind of like a cross between a carrot and what was it? potato. A carrot yeah, and a potato. potato. And I was like, uh, wouldn't that be like a sweet potato? Like, isn't that more like closer Interesting. Between. I feel like it's they are both like that, but it's like um he was like ever, they're on opposite sides of the spe- like a parsnip yes. is like more savory or something, and then like the sweet potato is more sweet. Have you ever played Monster Rancher? No. So in Mon- so. in Monster Rancher, there's this thing like you can fuse monsters and you yeah. pick one monster that's like the base monster and the other one which is kind of like you know, and like right. you get one characteristic, and I feel like they're the opposite of that. Where yeah. it's like parsnips are like if the base is a carrot and you mix it with a potato, it's yeah. a parsnip. If the base is a potato and you mix it with a carrot, sweet potato. Okay, got you. That's how it goes. Um, okay, so context for the orange comment, and this is like a whole nother, This is a whole nother show. So every week, me and uh, Bob do Sunday streams on youtube.com slash wolfpen uh, and we talk we talk about random dumb stuff sometimes because uh, like we don't want to talk about the game you know like we want to freaking talk about other stuff you know yeah. what's happening on the screen you're watching the game exactly <laughs> um so we we're talking about apples because uh my friend ian from okay beast said something about red apples being for cops i was like yeah red apples are trash what? Um, red apples are trash oh my uh, god <laughs> So Green was, apples are trash. Oh my god! Uh, so then, uh, freaking uh, Bob is like, I, like he doesn't like green apples either. Uh, but he doesn't. I mean, but he likes oranges more. And I was like, I don't think that makes sense. That you you can say that you like oranges more than you like apples, but then you're like green apples are trash because. But I'm, I'm like, I think green apples are closer to oranges than they are to red apples. And oh like God. this versa. is like we're, this is a rabbit hole. It is. It, it very much so is. Uh, so then that's where the sour part came in. And then uh, I was like, oranges. Like that's the thing that they have in common is sourness. It's like oranges have uh, a sourness to them that red apples do not, and green apples have a sourness to them that red apples do not. Um, that's, why, that's why I like clementines because they're not sour. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm throwing a wrench in it. Clementines, they're better. Somebody already brought that up. Uh, but so Bob's whole thing was like, oranges are not sour. And I was like, that's stupid. You're dumb. 
Um, but also, I agree. Because like, if, if what you think of as sour, as you immediately go to the extreme, which is what a lot of people were doing. They're like, yeah. you must be eating orange. I mean, you must be eating grapefruit. I'm like, no, because I'm not saying it's the most sour thing I've ever had. It I'm just, just saying- somewhat sour. Yeah, I'm just saying it's on that spectrum. Like yeah. if, we, if we take it to the scientific part of it, you know, like on the pH scale, you know, like <laughs> a green apple is close. I mean, oranges are closer to a green apple than a red apple is. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. Uh, and okay. then it became Fine. a whole thing about it being like oranges, orange, sour, blah, blah, blah. So that's what that debate was. And that's where do, where do pears fall in there? Uh, on the pH scale, like the, the sourness or whatever. Yeah. They're probably somewhere between like oranges and, and red apples. I feel like they're below. Below? Like below a red apple. Some red yeah, apples are a little true. sour. Yeah. Yeah. Pears are like not sour at all. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see it being below. Okay. All right. Good. I'm glad we're on the same page. But I don't like red apples, though. I don't like... See, this is the thing. Like, I just don't... Like, if I'm going to... I'm not huge in the sweets. Like, just generally, like, cakes and and pies and stuff like that. I like them. They're fine. If I have it, then cool. Uh, But, like, for stuff like soda or whatever, like, I'm opting out of root beer. Don't want it. Give me, like, orange soda or something like that. Um, okay. I like stuff that's more sour in that regard. Like I, I prefer like sour, like uh, you know, like gummy bears and gummy worms to like chocolate. Okay, yeah, that's um, fine. And that's why I like oranges Look, more than my, apples. Above. You're all good if you like green apples. It's just you throwing out there that red apples are for cops. Oh no, they are for cops. No, get yeah. out of here. I they am not. A, I mean, I no see, cops, this is, sir. This is the thing. I'm like when I say red apples, I don't because like a lot of them are red. You know, like there's freaking Fuji apples. And, there's and several stuff. different kinds of red apples. I'm talking about like the freaking like red delicious. Like those. Oh, are red cops. delicious sucks. They're that's for cops. The, that's the most basic apple. Exactly. All right, I'm with you on that. That's one. what I'm saying. But like, like Macintosh, Jazz. Yeah, see, but that's the thing. Like those apples are not like pure red. Like they like they like, they're like gradients. <laughs> Okay. All right. Like Fine. red delicious Fine. red apples. Like they're I'm all with red. you on that one then. We're good. That's what We're I'm good. saying. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Most of my, like, when I have a debate or I have a stance on something, there's nuance there. But people are immediately thinking I'm thinking the extreme. They're like, oh, you said the oranges are sour. You think oranges are freaking lemons. I'm like, no, dude. <laughs> it's not black and white. Um, but yeah, that was from last podcast. Now we can get into this one with Q&A from Grimhain, who uh, has gone up in rank since the last time you were on this podcast, I think. He's now Lord Commander Grimhain. Wow. Uh, and he asks- Congratulations. Yeah, I know. Um, he says, where's Pete's Magic Dragon? I, I mean, he's out back. Oh, really? Yeah. So you have a Magic Dragon. You don't have a turtle? No, I do. Oh, you do have a turtle? Yeah, man. Oh. I got all kinds of kaiju at my disposal. Oh, yeah. oh so how come you didn't leak freaking Gigantamax Blastoise then? Because I'm not trying to, like, blow up Game Freak Spot, you know? Like, they were nice enough to send me a Gigantamax Blastoise uh, in real life. Oh, you know, so like, that's I, what it is. But you just blew up their spot, though. Well, now it's fine because it's been revealed. I didn't Oh, okay. It. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. I thought it was, like, you know, like, review copies, like, how they're, like... <laughs> <laughs> like for hardware, sometimes they're like, "You gotta send this back." Like you gotta check thought, this out. Yeah, and then like I thought that's what it was. I thought it was a loan, but apparently you just get to keep it. Yeah, yeah. They they know that I'm the the realest Blastoise fan out there, so they they wanted my take on it. You know. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, he also says, "Why is Duncan a hop supporter?" I didn't know he was a hop supporter. Duncan is in our Discord. 
okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But again, like I'll I'll reiterate, I'm not as again top as I once was. I'm with you, man. Hop's fine. People need to give him a break, okay? Yeah. He has a I, good character arc. Right. He grows as a person. Right. He see he accepts his place in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and I respect that. <laughs> He's a good kid. He's a good right. kid. Give him a break. Because it's like, yeah, Hop's garbage, but he knows it. Exactly. Leon is also garbage, and he thinks that he's good. That's not good. It's not great. It's not a good trait. Exactly. It's annoying, dude. Um, so Hop, definitively better than Leon. Fight me. Um, but also, how come this question wasn't before the Hop thing? But he also said, did Pete's magic dragon inflict damage to his head? I wonder if he was saying, is that why is Duncan a hop supporter? Like, does he have brain damage? Oh, to inflict damage to to Duncan's head. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, and my dragon did not do that. Very well behaved. Okay. I think you're just trying to um, not get sued. Um, Do you think we'll get a second expansion pass? Or will we see another mainline Pokemon game in 2021? Or both? Because both is always okay. I don't think we'll get a second expansion pass. I think we'll get a new game. Um, I mean, we we kind of already gave our thoughts on this, but I think yeah. I don't think Sword and Shield will get a second expansion pass. Yes, I think that we can see expansion passes in the future, but not perhaps. This game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it, I guess it just depends on how well this does. Um, that's it. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I think it. I think it entirely depends on how well it does. Because I was going to say true. like they would have to start on it in some way, but at the same time, it doesn't really seem like they 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 probably like when Sword and Shield shipped, they probably had like a guerrilla team working on this. You know, like five mm. people, you know, fleshing everything out. And then once it actually came out, they're like, all right, looks like this game's doing pretty good. We can keep moving forward. Yeah, as main production ramps yeah. down, the other production ramps up. Right. Um. So yeah, that's what I think, and that's also what Pete thinks by extension. Uh, okay, and I, I brought I brought this up in the beginning of the podcast with the mystery dungeon. I gave a tease to this part of the question. He says, "Now that we have confirmed that AJ is in fact an Eevee, will you reconsider your stance on the Fantastic Pokemon?" All right, so my stance. You don't um, like Eevee? This okay. This is not what I said. Um, I don't appreciate people putting words in my mouth. Um, I don't like. Evie, if Evie is just Evie, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. That's so, fair. like for Pokemon Let's Go, I was like, okay, between the two Pokemon that I would prefer to keep unevolved, I like Pikachu more because yeah. I don't evolve my Pikachu anyway. So, like, other than for the Pokedex, obviously. Um, so that's why I went with Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu because just as what they are, I like Pikachu more than I like Evie. But if I can't evolve Evie, I like Eevee's evolutions. There's, yeah. I mean, there's some of them that I don't like, like Flareon, Flareon trash. Um, I mean, aesthetically, yeah. he's fine, I guess. But like Jesus, that uh, it's never had a good. It it's took never him been to good. Like, it took him to like Gen six or seven even for him to get Flare Blitz. It's That's ridiculous. Dumb. And even with Flare, Flare Blitz, it's not that good. <laughs> he's a physical attacker, and he didn't have a physical fire type move for the bulk of his existence. It had Fire Fang, which is not a good move. He's garbage, dude. Yeah, no, not good. Trash. Um, but cool design, I mean, though. I mean, like Espeon's cool, and Umbreon's cool, and Umbreon Jogu-Bay is cool. Bay. I love Umbreon. Oh, most of the, most of the evolutions are dope. Yeah. Um, so that's why I was like, 
halfway because I'm like, I, I went into this being like, whatever I get is what I get, right? That's mm-hmm. the, it's the fate, you know? Like, I, I can't be bored and say like, I like freaking hazel eyes better. I'm doing it over again, right? <laughs> um, so that's what I did. I was freaking, I was born as my Pokemon self and I accepted it. But also I accepted it because Eevee can be cool, you know? Yeah, I like Eevee quite a bit. Right. Um, so there's that. Also, he says... Can you set a hashtag, I mean, a freaking exclamation point shout out command on Twitch, please? Uh, and will you do it before the next stream? So this is the thing. Uh, Grimhain and freaking Dan Cyber, twitch.tv slash that cyber channel. I know too many people <laughs> on, <laughs> on the internet. Um, <laughs> but he was talking about, he uh, pestered him for forever to add a shout out command to his Twitch because he's mods for both of us on Twitch. Um, and then he was like, I've been a pastor and AJ to do the same thing. I was like, no, you haven't. He's like, I mentioned it before. I'm like, that's not, that's not pastoring me. That's so not the same thing. Yeah. Like you mentioned it to me once is what gets us to, to what happened today where it's like, um, Parker tells me one time, two weeks ago, Hey, I'm not going to be here. I, and then I'm like, okay, I don't retain that information until you, you tell me at least two to three times. So and here's, then I'll so do something about it. Here's what you got to do, Graham Hain. You got to go follow at loud underscore Pete on Twitter, and then I'll tweet at AJ and I'll tell him to do it, and then it'll get done. See, but here, here's the thing. Here's the twist. Here's the twist. Literally, in this stream that happened yesterday, I added the command. And just, wow. to, you know, just to prove uh, my point about telling somebody something once and then them not retaining information, I told you that I added the command in chat. Wow. So Grimhaim, you're you're embarrassing yourself and you're about to lose your Lord Commander status. You're gonna get demoted at this rate. The ball is in your the Pokeball is in your court, (laughs) Grimhaim. Uh WD Rock and Val 93. Rock and Val. You know, Val. Uh she's a regular and also a Wolf Den fan, as you can see in the WD part. I see. I see. says, are you excited that we're going to see new Pokemon in the Sword Slash Shield DLC? If so, are there any new type matchups that you would like to see? Uh, Do you mean like like dual type Pokemon? I think think that's what, yeah, I think that's what she's saying. Uh, That you would like to see that we haven't before. See, this is the thing. I'm not, like, I know a lot about Pokemon, but I'm not like that deep or it's like, I know off the top of my head what dual types we don't have yet. My thing is I knew which ones I wanted, but I've gotten all of them. Like I, I, I used to want a water ghost. We got Jellison. I wanted a mm-hmm. water bug. We got uh, Arachna quid last time. I wanted yeah. fire, fire water. We got Vulcanian. So I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I feel like those are the ones that like, you know, like the ones that I feel like are kind of obvious. Yeah. We have most of those. Most but of there's, them a, there's like stuff that like, off the top of your head, there's like Pokemon that are this thing. Like, I feel like a lot of people were like, oh, I want like grass, uh, ghost or whatever, right? And we have that, but nobody's thinking of freaking, yeah, yeah, nobody's thinking of like Trevenant and, you know, like, so it would be something like that where it's like, I want like freaking uh, dragon fighting, which we have. We got it last generation. Like it would be something like that. I feel like we have almost all of them at this point. I don't know if there are any left. Uh, Give me, give me, I mean, I think we even have this. Do we have freaking Fairy Dragon? Yeah, Mega Altaria. Yeah, like we have everything. Yeah. We have everything. Pretty much. I uh, am excited about new Pokemon, though, for sure. Same. That's awesome. And I want to see if they add more. Give freaking Arcanine a Galarian form, dude. Just do it. 
I would love that. That's all I want. Give me as many Growliths as there are Meowths, please. Yeah. We did a video um, for Alola, but it was like around when Alola came out, mm-hmm. um, or Sun and Moon, you know, um, for the Sinnoh remakes. And we were like, give us these Sinnoh versions. And there was a Sinnoh um, Arcanine, and he's dope. I'd be about so it. If you, if you didn't see that video, people, check it out on our youtube channel just search sino or something it'll pop up <laughs> uh <laughs> uh long chris we're short chris what did you do with him what about Says, medium chris yeah what, what did you do what did you do with the other chris or is he the final evolution that's true that's true uh so what happens when he gigantamaxes oh gigantic chris Gigantic Chris. <laughs> if you could be any Pokemon, what would that be? And what two Pokemon would be your partner Pokemon? We get two partner Pokemon. Uh, so I would be Squirtle. And I would say I would want a Bulbasaur and a Totodile. How dare you, dude? Your team trash. Your team trash. <laughs> I didn't even say my team. <laughs> I didn't even say, I could have said, I, you know what I could have said? I could have said I want to be a Squirtle and then the rest of my team be Squirtles. That's so, actually, that's the better answer. I want to, I want to be I, a Squirtle. With yeah, Squirtle. That's it. <laughs> and I get cool sunglasses. But you already admitted that that team's trash. So no, that would be the, that's the best squad. Rip, dude. Right? Um, I, if I could be any Pokemon, see, this is the thing. I like like Charmander and Charizard and stuff like that, but I don't feel like I'm Charizard. Mm. You know, I just think he's cool. So that's why I was like, I didn't care. Like Bob, uh, he saw that I did. So I did the, I don't know if you saw this Twitter video or not. Um, but the, like know. when you walk behind your partner Pokemon, they like, they can't handle it, dude. They're like, I'm not supposed to be here. So it's like you're pushing them forward. And I think it did it in the old game, but it still does it now. Um, and he was like, during the sh- oh man, the internet thing did the thing. I yeah, think. it did. It did the thing again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, during the, the only reason why I know that is because in Google Chrome it said, I mean, in uh, like the the um, the document it says your internet connection, blah blah blah, or something. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, so he was like, "Did you keep restarting until you got Charmander?" I was like, "No, I just picked him as my partner because <laughs> I think Charmander's cool, so he would be yeah. one of my partners." Charmander, Easy move because he's cool. Um, but as far as like what Pokemon I would be, um. I don't know. I like the idea of being an Eevee because Eevee's like, you know, you decide your own. Unlimited potential. potential. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I dig that. Like Eevee and then my partner would be Charmander and then my other partner would be like, I don't know, like Trico. Because Trico's cool. That team's trash, but okay. No, you're trash. (laughs) I mean, mean, you canonically already think your team's trash, so there's that. Canonically, uh, great. <laughs> yeah. uh, so now we're moving into the even more loot pots uh, seg- segment of this podcast with two more loot pots alum. <laughs> Lootpots.com, uh, go check us out. <laughs> yeah, go check it out. Uh, DJ says, What are your thoughts on the Mystery Dungeon announcement? Would you have preferred a brand new? I don't know why he put brand new game in quotes. Because this is a remake. Are you, but like, Okay. Uh, or are you roped in with nostalgia just like me? Um, I am roped in with nostalgia. I don't, I don't think I would have picked up a new Mystery Dungeon, but I am interested in this one because I have fondness for this game. Yeah, I think them doing a remake is a good way to, like, you know, rejuvenate the franchise. Yeah. I think this is, like, a good, like, you know, like, they're probably going to do with the Garbage Crash Bandicoot series. 
Uh, they did the insane trilogy. Uh, I had to I'm work on this show. I, I had to work on this show. In. I had to work it in. I salvage your podcast, <laughs> and you do nothing but disrespect me. That's not true. We agreed a lot, dude. Yeah, well, we're on the same you know, page for oranges and and the apple debate. And now, and now you're trying to start a feud again. I'm not trying to start a feud. I'm just saying, you know, like there's there's some things that are just I'm just being honest. You want me to right. lie to you? All right, fine, fine. I'm not gonna fine. lie to you. But anyway, like I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Oh, now I'm. Uh, I think okay. that they're gonna follow the same like roadmap, where it's like, here's Mystery Dungeon. You remember that, dude? It was great. Yeah. And then three years from now, hey, here's a new Mystery Dungeon, or even sooner than that. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, yeah, I think you're probably Mystery right. Dungeon with the new Pokemon. And by then, you know, hopefully you'll have enjoyed the last one. You'll be like, oh, I actually would like a new one. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Maybe you wouldn't be a fake fan, like Pete. Uh, oh, okay. So again, again, this is you. No, I'm just saying you were being a yeah. big fan. You said you like Mystery Dungeon, and you proceeded to never play another Mystery Dungeon game again. I said that I really like this it, one that, that I played. Oh Dungeon my Rick. god! Oh my! Read the last question. I'm done. I'm done. Mother of God! I just think it's fun because you like you're like you get real riled up. And it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else gets that mad. You gotta keep the bit, man. Yeah, exactly. You can't uh, break kayfabe, you know? Pixel Par, who just followed me today. It was a great time. Oh. Um, says, ask Pete about the time he completed Link's Awakening while still in the while still in the womb. Yeah. So while I was gestating in, in my, my dad's belly, Mr. Iwata, uh, oh, yes, I, yes. I beat Link's Awakening, yeah, as a fetus. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Is that how you beat all games that you've ever beaten since yes. you just come into existence? Mm -hmm. How yeah. did Pixel Par know? I mean, because, I, you know, I'm honest with them. We're, you know, we've been good friends in the one day I've been alive. Ah, yeah. gotcha. Oh, so he follows you since you've come into, like, existence. Yeah, even before that, I guess. I don't know. He's always wild, kind of always dude. been there because he he fought Parker a while ago. Uncle Pixel, and I was well, like, I was like, I was like, like on the freaking foundation I built. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, to be fair, Parker did write us like five jingles. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and I hit him up for the game of the year. I was like, Yo, I need a game of the year jingle. Can you hook me up? And my man delivered. That's true. But he followed Parker around the – he did, like, the, the direct uh, predictions video. Mm, okay. I think. I think it was around then. So but it's reason. fair. It's acceptable. It's acceptable. I accept. Yeah, I'm this is saying. a running joke on our show because I, I mentioned the fact that Link's Awakening is, a, like, the first serious game I ever beat when I was mm -hmm. very young. And somehow Pixel and my other co-hosts on our pots of the – podcast we do the podcast steve have like twisted it into this narrative that i was like bragging about the fact that i beat the game or whatever it's like these guys need to chill because i'm getting real sick of it yeah i feel like you just can't, especially like in around the era where we like started playing games and stuff uh you know like in the like SNES, like around that time frame yeah, yeah you can't really mention the first games that you beat because it's like one of the first games i ever remember beating was lion king and people are like, that game is impossible, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it didn't but feel impossible to me. It's one of those things where it's like, uh, yeah, You're I beat a child, it. and you have unlimited time. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I started it three times over, you know? like <laughs> <laughs> Killing me. Absolutely killing me. Yeah, man. Right. Uh, well, 
Anyway. Thanks for joining me on your first ever podcast. Oh man, this is the first podcast I've ever been on because yeah. I'm a you know newborn baby. So yeah, exactly, this is great. This is I, sh- I should I should do one of these. You know, yeah, you should like let's host, start my own show. You should host a show. What would that theoretical show be called? And where can people find it? <laughs> uh, I mean, I think I would do two shows. I would do a show about comic books, and it would be called The Comics Pals, which you can Ooh. check out every Monday on podcast services and over on our YouTube channel as well. Uh, and awesome. then I would. Yeah, yeah, links in the description. And I would do a Nintendo podcast, I think, just like this one, you know? Uh, I think I'd call it the Potscast, and I'd have two obnoxious British guys on it, you know? You should should maybe invite me sometime. Well, yeah, I mean, eventually, I guess. Someday. Someday. Yeah, someday, someday. Far, far into the future. The far-flung future. Yeah. And also, (laughs) I mean, maybe you should invite Parker, you know? Man, I can't believe he still hasn't been on the show. It kills me. <laughs> I mean, it's his own fault. When yeah, I've invited him several times. He's, I mean, you, so he's busy. Apparently, apparently you didn't. Oh, okay. apparently Steve did. Oh, what? Um, I totally invited him. No, you didn't exist yet. Um, but I was on. I was on the show that you're on you, now. You. I think, but you weren't there. You didn't exist. <laughs> I don't know. This lore is confusing. It's getting like a, really it's convoluted. Like a, it's like a Kingdom Hearts game. Um, <laughs> That's <but> accurate. <laughs> anyway, if you enjoyed this podcast, you just, why don't you hit that subscribe button, dude? And, and if you're on podcast services, why don't you rate it and say something nice? Five stars. Five whole stars. Or if you don't like it, I mean, why are you here at this point of the podcast? It's the you sat through this whole thing and you didn't yeah, like it? Wow. You sat through this whole thing, man. You're, you're a strange person. What a masochist. What a weirdo. But anyway, um, goodbye. See you next week, unless you're one of the people that didn't like it. Goodbye. <laughs> See you next time.